He really did. Yeah. He really did. <laughs> Got a fucking hit mustache. <laughs> and nobody said a goddamn thing because he's fucking Michael Jordan. Well, that's what I was about to say because he was like, say something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dare I'm, you. I'm glad I hit the record button for this. Uh, <laughs> but, um, all right. Uh, like, just start off real quick. Welcome back to the Cousin Cecil Show, the game of the year episode. You know, this is going to be a, on Christmas too, like a little, well, not Christmas day, but the Christmas week, like a little present. So I'm not doing this alone this week. I have uh, two of my boys, probably my only two listeners. So they're going to have to hopefully go listen to it after. Yeah, but, man. Uh, read the room. You can't be calling us boy. Wow. <laughs> I said boys. I didn't say boy. <laughs> I said boys. Oh, as in bad. Like, yeah. Whoa. I just well, got to say this. <laughs> there are two people that I know do the worst intros in podcasting. <laughs> One is Mike Fallon, and oh, the other is the, Tim Hines. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, I was hey, gonna. A Thursday. Tim Hines intro is like <laughs> trash. Wow, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but no, because I this is who cares about that? You'll be already out by now. But Thursday, I am going to do the hosting. I will, and I'm going to be good. I, I hope so. God, yes. I hope so. <laughs> I'll take some pressure off you. Because I was either that or you're gonna be yelling at the microphone again. But yeah, no, normal. but yeah. Anyway, they interrupted. I was gonna have Chalfy here with me. Hey, what's up? And I also got Mr. Delvin Cox. How you guys what's doing? Up? We're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah, man. We're out here staying Corona free. Uh, you know, just uh, I'm I'm glad to be talking about this today because. Uh, yeah, we're coming towards the tail end of the year, and as I look through my list, you know, it was actually a pretty good year for gaming. Not as much as I'd wanted to play, but, you know, some solid shit out there, so I'm happy. I'm kind of shocked that, well, full disclosure, because we're recording this before Cyberpunk, so mm-hmm. that's obviously not going to be on our list, but I'm kind of shocked at all the amazing games that actually came out this year. If you think about it, it's like a, a wish list of games. We got a Spider-Man. We got a Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Holy Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, A Last of Us. This is a, mm-hmm. a crazy year for games. Yeah, and a variety of games, too. Like, not just all one style. Um, you know, so it really was a year of, like, something for everyone, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. And then also, just because you guys won't be here for it, uh, during this uh, episode, there'll be little snippets I'm going to put into, like, um, I got a group of people that listen, or I ask people whether they're game of the year slash game of the generation. And there is a little a little uh, majority that said one game. Mm-hmm. But uh, coincidentally, I was listening to your uh, Calax episode. On, uh-huh. on, is it right? Is it Tyrell? I don't want to say uh, his name. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tyrell. Tyrell. He uh-huh. he actually answered my question. He kind of went into left field for the today this year's his game of the year. So I like that I got a pretty good widespread of uh, possible game of the years. His yeah. is for coincidentally is a more of an indie title. So that's pretty cool. That yeah, we have been having a big old stretch of like people yeah. use swan songs for the end of the generation shit. Yeah, this is probably the biggest fucking swan I've ever seen. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, just, well, let's, I mean, let's, let's fucking jump into this. 
Like, let's let's start talking games. Like, let's, let's well, fucking yeah. do this. Because this is, a, like, yeah, we're going to start, you know, how, since uh, we're going to look a step forward instead of talking about the past gen. Because, like you've been saying, uh, next gen is here. PS5s mm-hmm. are uh, farce, few and far between, but they are out there. Mm-hmm. Xbox Series Xs are also. And uh, I know you guys have a next gen system. I yes. think uh how you guys how's it handling for you guys how are you guys feeling for the first three weeks with it okay i'll let uh delvin go first because i'm gonna talk some wild shit <laughs> oh shit you yeah, i'm gonna i might see some wild shit too no I'm just kidding. <laughs> i actually i'm super happy um you know i so saw right now i only have the ps5 and um i'm really really pleased with it um as we get into what will be my game of the year like seeing that how get great that game was on the PS4 and how amazing it is on the PS5 I'm like holy shit like this is really this is the jump I wanted from PS3 to PS4 like the that PS3 to PS4 really felt like just an, a refresh in a sense like it just was like eh, it, things look better but it wasn't amazing whereas this is like things are more fluid Everything's more is a lot faster. Um, the backgrounds are just more vibrant. The color palette is amazing, and then that controller is really is a game changer. Uh, the only thing I don't like is just the ends of the controller. They're too angular. I would like those just maybe a little shorter, a little rounder. Um, but other than that, like having a new console is is awesome. I am Mike having that little bug that you were talking about in your in your most recent episode where I hear my disk drive kick in. Yeah. I'm I was know, surprised to hear that about this bug coming through too. Yeah. That and I have had it um freeze and crash and do that rebuild once. Now, I don't know if you remember like when the PS4 first came out, it was a similar issue and then eventually like my PS4 died and I had to send it back in. Um, so I'll probably see, look into like getting an extended warranty again, like I did from Sony last time, cause that covers everything. So even I had that situation where my thumbsticks like crumbled Yeah. The- and then I just sent them my controller. They sent me a brand new one. So I might just, it's a good warranty and especially for first gen, I mean, not first gen, but you know, first, uh, early adopters, it's kind of worth it, you know? Yeah. Uh, before we get into Delvin, just because of the highlight that I, I believe also, cause I've heard you say it, uh, this is your first time kind of being a early, like the first, like a Guinea pig, like you got mm-hmm. it in the first launch day. And this also yeah. is my first time on launch day to get a system to also, I usually been like you, how you said, uh, tax time and usually just, you know, when it comes, it comes and stuff, never been yeah. there on day one. So I've been getting those weird little nervousness about that because, um, Another little bug right before I turned on the, the camera, my, mm-hmm. my stepson's is having that uh, issue of uh, kind of what uh, PS4 had with like, if you had too many friends. Uh-huh. So he's trying to jump into through this party, the new PS5 party system to just mm-hmm. try to join a game with a friend. And he can't get too far unless it, it'll turn black and then say report the error. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and then, then also another one is a little more confusing for, uh, for streaming wise, which I'll just say here too, but like there was a moment I was streaming for two hours with just a blue screen. And apparently it's because um, they have a, this um, DCHP 
like type of guard on the on the system mm -hmm. and that flags your screen so it doesn't show what's on the screen even uh. if you have youtube not on like is you know how you can have it suspended mm -hmm. if it's suspended and for some reason pings it so it stops you from uh streaming so i had i have a you can check on my twitch i have a two hour just blue block of me just just middle of the night uh and then it took uh tim was on my one stream like middle of the day he goes hey your screen's all blue i'm like what and i found that out the more of the dumb hard way but yeah but it's all learning curve right now too and i hope that like you know every system no matter what out the gate is always a little wonky I'm sure as we get more firmware updates, the OS itself is going to get a little more stabilized. I mean, right now it does feel very bare bones, and I really do miss the XMB. But, I mean, that's – I don't use the console to just, like, fuck around with the main screen as I do for the games. Right. How about you, Devin? How has been this next gen besides – Besides me dogging you for not having a pre-order for the first <laughs> um, Truthfully speaking, the best way to describe, well, at least PlayStation side of it, it's been a, to me, it's been a beautiful mess. Mm -hmm. I have had a calamity of errors in terms of system crashes constantly. When, when the system works, it's great. It's awesome. I have a blast with it. I love it. I love the fast reload times, loading times and things like that. But when it's broken, it is broken. Like, I've had numerous glitches and problems with my system in terms of, okay, let's think about the first one. Call of Duty. I got the physical version of it, the disc mm -hmm. version. Okay. I loaded it into my system. First time I tried to play it, it would not let me play. It showed all the things there. Mm -hmm. the campaign, zombies, and all the modes there would not let me play any of the modes. Really? They were all locked out. Said they weren't installed. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you have to do that other installation. Like, you got to, yeah. like, dual boot it. And then, and this is the thing. When I tried to go do the thing where it says go to the store and open it up and install it there, mm -hmm. let me do that either. Yeah. So I ended up deleting the game, putting it back in there. I put it back in there. It would only let me play multiplayer. Then it, the, store, the storefront where you could download the other two versions of it was completely gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God damn it. Every, every new year, this shitty of a uh, experience probably would have not you out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like, I will play it. It a freak, freaking just completely crash. And, and you know, and I've had like similar issues. Okay, so I went the digital version, and at first, I couldn't download the PS5 stuff, only the PS4 stuff, and it was locking me out. And then I still can't play Warzone. It says it's installed. Like all the pieces are there. I can't fucking play it. It's just, it just keeps giving me that um, cannot find app. And so that's like dead to me. So I don't know if it's a Sony issue or an Activision issue. Like, I don't know who fucked up in the coding. You know what I mean? Oh, like, there's more. There's more, by the way. That wasn't, it's called, it was just one of the many examples I've had. That's yeah. the most one. But I've been playing Spider-Man. Like, I downloaded Spider-Man Remastered. Mm -hmm. I, I was getting ready to play that one. It literally froze up and crashed on me. So I said, like hard crash. So I, I said, fuck this. I took everything off the system because I kept having a hard crash with the system. Mm -hmm. I factory reset everything on the system and start redownloading everything else again. And this is another thing about it. These like if you have data caps, this sucks. Yes. Like, like it eats up your data like that. It it was so bad to the point why I had to call Comcast and look, do y'all have any other Xfinity thing I could get because I can't be paying these data caps. 
Yeah. And apparently they have an unlimited thing. So my Comcast bill went from, but just for internet, from $120 to $200 a month. Wow. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, I have I have like cable now, but I don't, I'm not going to use that shit. Man, I got, let me just, I have the, the top tier, front tier like fiber, which is like however many gigs. Um, and uh, dude, I only pay like 80 bucks. Yeah. And none of that stuff's here. That's what sucks about it. Like only, only two, I don't know. cable's whack. Yeah. <laughs> Because I remember, we talked about this years ago. At first, the only thing I could get here was AT&T. Mm-hmm, I remember it was that. Like, it was like three gigabytes. Not gigabytes. It was like three megabytes yeah, of internet say, yeah. speed. It was super slow. That was the only internet I could get in this house. And now once with Comcast, you're like, let me get this. And it's way faster, way better. But you had a data cap. And now... I like I said, I have trouble. I now have to pay two hundred dollars a month just to have suitable cable. Now the internet speed is fast as hell. Now it's like mm-hmm. uh, a thousand download speed. Uh-huh. But still, I shouldn't yeah. have to go to that extreme degree to basically do simple things like gaming mm-hmm. and podcasting and stuff like that. Yeah, because this this was a situation where I did think of like, damn, I'm glad I didn't have a a data cap because I downloaded Call of Duty I think four times. Yeah, because it just wasn't loading properly, um, and I was like, "Damn, if I had a cap, I would be screwed," you know, because it would just be like gigs on gigs on, and this shit is like a hundred gigs a pop, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if I had downloaded this time, I'm like already hitting like half a terabyte. Fuck that, dude. But well, holy shit! I'm just more thinking in my head like you guys had some horror stories i've had i've had one uh that that hardware no well hard drives reboot shit Mm -hmm. build and i i'm having i'm experiencing that uh bug that just makes your get your disk drive um spin for no reason while Mm -hmm. you're not playing the game that's in the drive that's the only one i haven't had by the way my disk drive has been perfect okay now trip on this too i don't have a disk in there like i have the disk version but I can hear it, like, making the, the whirring sound. And I'm like, the fuck is it? Like, there is literally no disc inside right now. <laughs> so I'm hoping that just gets patched out. Mine, hasn't, mine hasn't done, um, like, when, when that happens, I've ejected the disc before and it stopped it. Mm-hmm. So I've never experienced it with it. But also maybe at the same time, I might have always had a disc in and just, oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it doesn't go for long. Like, maybe... I've had it happen two times and it's like 30 seconds. Yeah. If that, that's what I say. It was like 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Almost sounds like, you know how, like when you're um, like when you are playing a game off disc and it just like for that few, like few seconds, it goes back to access the disc to like get you to the next level or whatever. It's yeah. kind of like that. It's really weird. But overall, I mean, other than that, I still, I really don't have a complaint, you know, like those are just little things. And, I expect stuff like this. And also, like, Call of Duty is just always complicated. So Ooh. it's just like, that's ah, just this. But no bigger issue. Like, I finished Mild Mar- Miles Morales. That loaded up and played really well. What else have I played on there right now? Astrobots, and, you know, which was already baked in. Um, Ghost of Tsushima played that. Um, I'm actually, because I'm really, even though Fortnite isn't like my shit. I'm going to give it a try because I've heard it looks really rad on the PS5. So I'm just going to give it a try. See how that's, it works. That's how I saw Cause I was watching today's, uh, the Galactus thing. Yeah. Which 
crashed Twitch. Like I uh, was watching Daddy. kind of funnies and they finally like spoiler, they uh, blew up Galactus and it went mm-hmm. black and like it started, it did like that loading of the kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, apparently having 1.7 million people jump back and watch Fortnite crash Twitch for that. You Shit. couldn't, you couldn't find live channels of it. You had to be mm-hmm. on a channel to be like, know that you're watching it. Yeah. 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 And then last, so that happened, what, 30 seconds of me going, hey, what the fuck's going on? And I uh, jump back to Twitch, and then I see that now there's a timer for season five starts like at midnight tonight. Mm-hmm. But it just, I, it, it didn't look bad. I did like that uh, they put new ACDC song into the, like the death, like they did like basically like uh, Star Wars. They mm-hmm. had like all the, all the battle buses out like Rise of Skywalker looking at Galactus. Uh-huh. Then they have you shoot up droids, and then you also go into like a, um, like the run of the Death Star. Like you're gonna shoot a shoot the little port at the fucking at the end of the thing, and they have ACDC playing off their new album. So it was kind of cool. Uh, I think if I had to put it, maybe because I like the experience, I think Travis Scott is a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. I'm more. I feel mad. I feel bad for you guys that you've had like these really more rougher experiences. I know that some of the experiences are like, well, whatever. I still happy I have my system, but I think it goes into, I'm going to ask Delvin for his uh, feelings on Xbox. Like it sounds like that's even more scary that PlayStation's okay with having these hardware hiccups. Grand, they're not bricking. So I'll give them, I'll give the PlayStation that part. They're not bricking the system, but I'm more shocked that there are Xbox people that are happy with no software on that side of it. But Delvin, how are you liking at least your series X? Oh, I don't even touch it. I don't even <laughs> touch it at all. I'm not even. I'm not even sugarcoat it at all. I don't touch it. And it's not because I don't like the system. Every time I played it, it's been smooth and great. But there's nothing to play on it. I made the mistake of not getting enough, getting games specifically on the Series X. Now I'm getting some. Like I'm getting. Um, I'm getting Assassin's Creed Valhalla for Christmas. I mean, I'm getting Cyberpunk for Christmas on Series X. But not having anything to play on Series X that's new kills my experience for it completely. Like, even Game Pass. As cool as Game Pass is, most of those games I've played before. Old games are old. You don't want to really want to go back to those unless you have nothing to play. We're in a time where right. we have a whole bunch of stuff to play. We A whole bunch of new stuff to play. So why would I want to go back and say, nah, you know what? Instead of playing all this new stuff, let me play this game from five years ago or two years ago. It's kind of like, hmm. Don't really want to do that. That doesn't excite me. So right. I kind of felt like I don't want to play it. I, truthfully speaking, I have uh, so far every experience I've had playing with the Series X was has been great. It's been smooth. It's, I had no problem with it whatsoever. And I will say even this: Series X is a little bit more feature heavy in terms of certain things that are just there and they just work. Like um, perfect example. I'm on my PS5 the other day. I'm like. Damn, where are the movies? So I can buy me some movies to watch. There's no movies. You can't buy movies off the system now. You can look at your old movies, but you can't buy your buy movies off the system. Whereas Series X, hey, there's the movie tab right there. You want to buy Tenet, for example, right now, you can go out there and buy Tenet. You can't do that with a PS5, which is weird. That's I'm very shocked on that too, which um I'm very shocked that there's not that many like these apps that are missing from the PS4 that didn't transition to the PS5 yet but I'm more mm-hmm. shocked that they just don't, they should just be right over. Like even like how you said HBO max, that's not on the PS five. And then also, what is it? Uh, I'll give you another example. I'm glad you mentioned that because I had HBO max on my external drive on mm-hmm. my PS four. So when I plug my external drive 
into my PS5. It says HBO Max is installed. It just says you can't use it with your PS5, which makes no sense. Wow. Yeah. It's it. That's what I was saying earlier. Like, I'm hoping as we get like more updates, we'll get these things back in. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just wonky. Like, and it's almost like did we trade stuff because you got no HBO Max, but we have Apple TV now. Yeah. You know? and so it's like, but that's also been silent. Like, so I feel like they just need they just need to be clearer on what's there, what's not there. And really fix that store just in general because it it's everything's just hollow, you know. Like I I liked when I went to the PlayStation Store on my four and it was like, here's what's new, here's what's on sale. It was like boom, boom, boom. This is just kind of like I don't know. It's just not all there. It's weird. But I, guess, I think in I'll due probably- time. Okay, first little shout outs for the game of the year. Like I said, I'm just going to be putting in these little snippets from the audience or the listeners what their game of the years are. And I'll start off right here, right? right, And we'll show you how this goes. Uh, First is uh, Kenny at Kenneth DL. He said his game of the year is Final Fantasy VII Remake and Horizon Zero Dawn for the game of the generation for him. Thank you very much for telling me. Uh, We got uh, Cody Software Engineer. His uh, game of the year is also Final Fantasy VII Remake. And his game of the generation, Destiny 2. Next up, we got uh, Tyrell, host of Stay Crunchy and Milk Podcast. His game of the year is Spiritfarer. And Ghost of Tsushima was very close behind, he said. And his game of the generation... Dishonor 2. And last one for this little snippet. Irish Joe from uh, at Boston Joe 13. He he wrote, that's hard. Is between Last of Us 2 and Ghost of Tsushima. When I was playing Last of Us 2, I had mixed feelings like you should. Loved it, but mixed feelings in what happened. But when it was all done, I was already thinking about the game. Even when I was playing Ghost, I was thinking about Last of Us 2. Listen to almost any and all podcasts who had spoiler casts on Last of Us 2. I love Ghosts. Heart had so much fun. The gameplay, story, graphics, awesome in both. Awesome in both, to be honest. A great swan song for PS4. And then the thing is, playing Ghosts after Last of Us 2 was the best way to play it. Honestly, I think writing this, I made my decision. Last of Us 2 for Game of the Generation and Ghosts for Game of the Year. Love both of them so much. All right, thank you guys so much for everyone who I just said, giving me your answers, and I appreciate it. All right, back to the show. I think I'm going to probably ask this question now because I was going to do it after like the little bit of a retrospect of the two companies, but what are what is something you hope this next-gen consoles will focus on for each thing? So I think we already took nip in the butt. Like, yeah, uh, Sony needs to worry about like getting some of those like media apps and like their video store back up mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And also clear the mud of the PS five's store. It's awesome that it's like an instant into the store, but it's pretty murky, mm-hmm. but let's go like, let's go two years out. 
what are some things you are hoping that the PS5 will focus on, maybe even just for gaming and all that, all that stuff? I think, I, I hope that they become a true competitor with Game Pass. I know, and, and even today I saw it trending a little bit at one point, like people are like, yeah, you know, PlayStation Now isn't on the level of Game Pass. And I've been saying for a long time, I feel like it really is because both it is. Game Pass and Now are filled with a bunch of garbage. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, there's some AAAs in there. And they, it's almost like they keep trading the same AAAs back and forth. But like, okay, Doom Eternal, fine. I'm not dying over it. Like, There's literally a cricket game in yeah. now that you can download right now and play. Right. And then, you know, like, I need Sony to hold on to their, their now games. Like, for example, I think Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be on there. It and I'm like, dropped. yeah. And I'm like, that's awesome. Just make sure it doesn't last for like fucking three months or two months. Like how Spider-Man was in there and people were hyped and then Spider-Man was gone. And it was like, damn, that sucks. Like if you want people to really subscribe to your shit, like keep those like exclusives in there. Especially your first party game. That should not be a problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, your first parties, keep the first parties in there. Man, like, people are thirsty to play the first Spider-Man game. Keep it in there, you know? So I want them to be recognized as a competitor with Game Pass. Um, And then the other one is more on the hardware side. Um, Like, I need those expansions to happen real quick. Yeah. Because... This little 600 gigs, like, man, they're getting filled up real quick. Oh, yeah. Those um, are my big two. Cut just to touch base on what you said. Uh, at least maybe because you might have passed on it today. Uh, they might be doing that already because those PS Now titles that were uh, announced today, mm-hmm. every, every title that was announced today that was like a highlight besides Wreckfest said mm-hmm. they're permanent. They're going to be permanent on the, the subscription. Oh, shit, really? Yes. Nice. So, nice. like, off topic, so I can remember some, like, Darksiders 3 is now going to be permanent mm-hmm. on PS Now. Of course, Horizon Zero Dawn. And granted, that is, like, I think that's the first game that was, like, a uh, advertisement at the beginning, left, and mm-hmm. came back. So, but now they're saying, hey, it's permanent. It's so permanent, yeah. That's cool to hear that maybe they're already thinking about it like that in that situation. Because we are yeah. in that weird uh, shadow time of, when Jim Ryan said there was going to be possibly a game pass answer on PlayStation. So I'm hoping for you, especially if you have those concerns, you're probably going to get those answers in six months. Yeah. So I'm really, I'm glad to hear on that side for we're having a Rocky system, hardware, you know, software shit, like start for you guys. At least something's going to be more of a bright at the end of this tunnel for you for Delvin. How about you for the PlayStation? Then we'll do it again for Xbox. So you know what would be a good game to put on PS Now? Why is this thing? Oh, there it is. A good game to be put on PS Now would be uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Uh, at this point, it has sold a billion copies. Why not just, hey, we have Grand Theft Auto Five. If you don't have it now, you can play it in the campaign now for free, essentially, and you can spend your money all in GTA Online and have as much fun as you want. I mean, GTA Five just straight up said we're we are World of Warcraft. Yeah. So why not give away the campaign on PS Now or something like that? Didn't they? Uh, wasn't it on uh, PS Now for a moment? Which I'm just want making sure because I know it went to Game Pass, the most recent thing. But 
has it been on game uh, PS Now? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's been on now. I know it's had some like insane discounts. Yeah. Yes. But I don't think it's been on now. Just making sure. No, I mean, yeah, yeah that's some good thoughts. Uh, is there anything in the future wise like you want to see like the PlayStation maybe switch to or like not switch to, but like mold itself into more than it is now? My whole thing is what I've always said before just lean into VR. Don't give on PlayStation VR. Like, give mm-hmm. us a successor that works. I, I don't care if it works like the um, Oculus, what is it, Oculus 2, Quest 2, in terms of, like, hey, you can plug it in your PS5 and use it with your PS5 to get more power, or you can just use it as a standalone system. I think that would be perfect to do right now. I feel like PlayStation has this habit of coming up with two cool things, mm-hmm. and then because it doesn't sell exactly where they want to sell it at, Oh, let's just dump it. Like, they gave up a PS Vita before it even started. Right. Like, these are things they should not be doing. Like, Vita was a great system. Vita mm-hmm. is kind of like the predecessor to the Switch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think we talked about that on, on the last episode of Cadillac. Like, playing Astrobot and going through that whole history of all the systems and devices and everything, peripherals, like, that Sony has done, like, to see... Like their handhelds, I think I said it on there on the show was like, if the PSP Go came out today, that would be the hot move. Yeah. Compact slides out, boom. Like people would be like, this shit is tight. But they don't commit to stuff. And even if the stuff sells, they're like, yeah, we sold a few million, still don't want it. And it's like, yeah, the first iteration might not be the best, but like, stick with it don't let it go also stop doing like proprietary shit like you know fucking like when you can when the memory card today for the vita which is now a legacy device still cost you like over a hundred bucks <laughs> yeah. you got a problem yeah <laughs> yeah i think uh just more to touch base on that too is like i do see this goes into these retrospects we're going to do but i do see that they do see uh stuttering right there but uh they know what they fucked up on before like how with we're waiting on the the answer about which uh ssds can we put in our ps5 mm-hmm. it's not no uh pre- like um proprietary uh memory it's going to be whatever could be whatever w2 or whatever and then also the idea of what is it like because i to my knowledge can you put another ssd that's not the microsoft memory card into the xbox Yes. I think only an external. Just external? I think I think you will be able to put a SSD that's not the Microsoft one into the side if I if I remember correctly. No, I don't think so, man. I'm As, pretty sure I'm guessing like, more I'm also I'm speaking for Delvin so he knows it for that memory card, like the new little chip spot. You can probably do it internally, but like that new little uh, plug in thing. Yeah. yeah I, was check- say in, I was gonna say in like if we're talking like how on the PlayStation you can you used to be able to swap out your old hard drive for a new hard drive. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like the one that's in is in and unswappable for PlayStation. And that's what, yes. No, for Xbox. I'm I've heard saying. it was able to take out, but really I just not, you know, I'm going by people saying because they try oh, to use Donnie? that. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, people who just want to use, um, who Sean Capri? <laughs> I, I listen to I listen to the I listen I go to the the hood for my 
uh, next gen stuff. I go to NXT uh, Gen 720, and he has mm-hmm. this whole little community of like there are people that they hate PlayStation, but they get a lot of the PlayStation ponies to go on the show and like just defend it and all that stuff. But it's fun. It's they're they're wild. But um, they used it as a negative thing of uh, hey, uh, the PlayStation's is built in, so if it if the SSD crashes, it's you have to get a whole nother motherboard and all that shit. The the Xbox you can take out. They said so. I'm just going by off that idea of terms yeah might might be totally right then it might have been something i had missed because i was under the impression that it was like the same as like you can expand the memory but you can't swap the memory but i could be totally wrong i see delvin's like searching it up i I googled the expansion drives and apparently the seagate one works with it as well the seagate one that's um not microsoft branded Mm mm-hmm that so that's the one that came up too. So it's just the regular Microsoft one and the Seagate one. So I guess all Seagate ones work with it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, hey, that's still an open door for other ones. So I'm more happy to hear yeah. on that side. But cool. But I, but I do I will say this. What I've heard about it, the problem is, is with these expansion cards is the ones that are not Microsoft don't have the same speed. Mm-hmm. Mm. So they they's like it's not gonna work the exact same because. That per, per, per type, per, I can't speak now. Learn to Mike Fowler now. I know, <laughs> that, for real. Mike Fowler gives up on words. <laughs> that that car is specifically made for the Series X because they don't have cars like that yet because that right. technology is so advanced. Yeah. It's just not at that level. Okay. Well, yeah. So maybe they're just they're doing different types of the same uh, advertisements. Obviously, Xbox, you can put older ones in, but... If you want mm-hmm. faster, wait for these generations. PlayStation's like, no, 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 don't fucking put anything in here until we give you the fastest one. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. but I, I definitely need that expansion on memory because I'm just like, like I said, I, there are some games I like to keep on deck just for those moments. Like, I like to keep a Call of Duty. I like to keep uh, uh, Overwatch. Just of course, yeah. For when you have those minutes of like, you know, I just want to do a quick fucking shooter and then be out. But it's like, I can't, I have to allocate things differently right now. You know, yeah. it just doesn't like play the same. Yeah, I've literally, I'm literally considering like taking back Call of Duty because I don't have the space for it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have the space for it and it's not working. So what's the point of even having it if I can't play it? Like, and plus there's more games coming out later on and yeah. 150 gigabytes of hard drive space is a freaking lot to be taken up. What's the, uh, which I will say this, like, um, so I finished the Call of Duty campaign. I couldn't figure out. It wasn't working for me to uninstall portions, so I completely deleted it and then just reinstalled only the multiplayer. And that saved me, like, a ton of hard drive space. But it's like you have to, one, not to say it's a genius thing that I did, but it's like you have to at least be savvy enough. If I were, if this were my son, he would just be having everything installed. But, you know, we're, we're, we are veteran gamers, and we, we've learned how to manipulate and allocate and so it's like okay let me see what i can do here but if we're someone who's just like i pop it in i play they're fucked you know i'm a i'm a person who went from a i had a four terabyte hard drive in my ps4 and i am yeah it's it's a little different because i yeah i like to have like that if it's plugged or hardy installed that's jump right in shit but yeah it's been okay. I mean, I've been handling it. My stepson has been doing just fine. He also is, um, he's more, he gets just more hardcore in certain games. So he mm-hmm. has 
Um, he has everything ready. Like if he wants to download, he'll download. He does have no problem, but he has mm-hmm. his 2K already installed. He has Fortnite on there, and then he has a. He's a big fan of that Ark, that uh, open world. Like he mm-hmm. likes multiplayer. Something evolved. Yeah, I don't. I it is what it is. It's that generation of like that build, like that Minecraft generation. Yeah, but I'm more. I'm really looking forward to hearing about Xbox. I think we're all probably going to say the same thing. But yeah, PlayStation. If they just work on some of these, I'm I'm really surprised on these hiccups of this early adopting that are removing things that were already in the PS4 ecosystem which is odd i hope it's sooner than later but for xbox i'll probably just say the topic and then let you guys go on i think the only thing i could see mm. that i would like the xbox to uh do in the future is possibly bring like pull through on these games that they keep pre- saying they want or they have coming like mm-hmm. you know i mean what are some things for you guys think for xbox wise you want them to have in the future on this on their series x um well, I play my Xbox for State of Decay and stuff like that. State of Decay, do what you got to do with um, fixing whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Halo, Gears, stuff like that. There are certain games that you kind of look for with Gears with um, Xbox Series X. I feel like they just have to deliver. Their launch game was freaking Gears Tactics, which is a fine game, but that's not something that you want to launch with. Like, you want the forces. You want something that shows the power of the system. And, yeah, Game Pass is cool and Game Pass is great, but you're really going to want stuff that's going to compel you to say, this is the reason why we have an Xbox. Because, truthfully speaking, yeah, Game Pass is cool, Game Pass is great, but what if what happens when PS Now starts becoming great? Yeah, It starts doing the same thing, and PS Now, frankly, is cheaper right now. You can get yeah. PS Now, well, Black Friday sale for PS Now was like, and it's always on sale, by the way, for $44 for a whole year. Yeah. Can't beat I, that price. I copped a year of PS Now a few months. And it, like you said, it's always on sale. I found a random deal. That shit was twenty nine ninety nine for a year. Oh, wow. I was like, sure, I'll do that, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and kind of my want kind of goes off what Delvin is saying, and that's don't rest so heavily on Game Pass. I know there are people who are like, they go hard in the paint for fucking Game Pass, and they think it's like the most amazing thing. Like I said, it's not that amazing. It's like, yeah, are there games to play? For sure. Is it a good deal if you like, you're a kid and you, or you're strapped for money and you can't play a lot of stuff? Yeah, you can, you can play a lot of stuff. You can play a lot of garbage too. <laughs> but like you're not gonna play a lot of stuff but i need with all the innovative stuff that xbox does with all the power they're bringing to the table stop living in the past i need them to not give another halo not another gears like stop doing all these fucking like retreads and and come with the new ip like i you think, think ori is that i think ori is that i think state of the k is that they just need to lead into those games but no but not even but but you're saying games that are we are now on the second ori and we're on to the third state of decay yeah. like i'm talking like i need something new i need something that's going to be like that makes me want to play on the xbox like and right now they don't have that like let's let's be honest Xbox and new franchises don't necessarily work right. out for them. Like Scalebound, yeah. <laughs> you come out, Rise, people kind of pay. I like Rise, but 
People yeah. panicked and didn't let it become what it was. And that's and that, and they're kind of doing this where Sony does that with hardware, where they just go like, "Uh, this wasn't a good look," and they just run. I feel like Microsoft does that with like new IPs, where it's like sometimes yeah. the first version sucks, but you know what? Learn from the first version, make the second one better. Sunset like, Overdrive. Have, yeah, Sunset Perfect Overdrive. Example. Like fuck, like that's like a very like it's somehow critically acclaimed and a cult classic. Like it's both worlds. So I think just, yeah. I think the so term do something with it. I think the term also is that they run they're trying to be it sounds weird. They have a playbook and I think mm-hmm. they use some of the playbook that's Nintendo. They think that having a mascot or when you see Master Chief or if you yeah. see Marcus, you know Xbox. Mm-hmm. Where now since we're even going through it took two generations to do this, but PlayStation there's no true, true mascot of places mm-hmm. no more. They have a team. You yeah. go for the teams. Yes. Yeah. So when when we see that logo at the, right at the get go, when you see Naughty Dog, mm-hmm. you you people go hype. People see go freak out for Sony Santa Monica. Yeah. Even uh, what is it? Um, for me, when I see the next game from that uh, Pixelopolis, the ones who make Concrete Genie, uh-huh. I'm gonna be hype because I love yeah. that game. Yeah, no, well, fucking Sony went full Wu-Tang. They're like, <laughs> yeah. we know you love Method Man. We know you love RZA, Inspector Deck, Ghostface. We know you love all those guys. And then imagine you get them all in one place. And people are like, oh, fuck, I'm with that. Yeah, I, I mean, it's even best. like, that's whereas like uh, Microsoft is like, we got Nas. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, um, I think the best example of it is, is Sony's right now with Marvel Studios. Yeah. They have a, you, you can, if, if you like this, you have your Ant-Man over here. You have your Captain America. You have your yeah. Iron Man. And Halo's just a Snyder cut. They're like, hey, oh, wow, God. we can make it. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of accurate. God, that's kind of accurate. Damn it. That is kind of accurate. Like, Maybe hey, Halo Infinite. Yeah, you have but they keep they keep trying to give you the same Halo, and they're like, "Guess what? We added like thirty more minutes of they, gameplay." And it's they like, dropped the director; the they gotta get a new director now. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. And now they're trying to go back to the old director. Oh, they're God like, "Damn it!" <laughs> yeah, I knew it was gonna trigger you. That's I was accurate. Like, Fuck, man! I was like, Delvin served me up properly. I, that, <laughs> I when he said Marvel, when he said Marvel Studios, I'm like, "This cocksucker's gonna save <laughs> cut. My like, God damn! It, I knew it. I that is the knew best line in the history of this show. <laughs> like, I, I saw Wait, this. Uh, let me say this whole real quick. Shout out to uh, to Mike being the meme god as he is when he posted that meme today where he said, what, 10 minutes into or right into the opening of Cadillac on Mars and they slander your Snyder cut and it's like throwing the headphones off. It's just like, man, I, knew, I knew it was going to sting. I knew, I, I knew like, it. Just right out the get-go. My like, God damn. Uh, I, I, it was like watching fucking volleyball. I saw him spite or set up the match, yeah, and, and that was like for the spike. <laughs> like, yeah. God dang! Uh, Nothing you could do, man. It was gonna happen. Yeah. The, the, I will say back to the the woo idea. I think Xbox now now looks more like the Wu Tang with twenty three studios. Yeah, and that's but, what I'm saying. Uh, they can be that. Yeah. I hope that I'll probably be the weird one. I really actually hope that they actually put, keep a lot of the Bethesda stuff on Xbox. Cause I think it's a sign of defeat. If you let them be cross platform. Well, they finna be That's defeated. Right. Cause they already said they're going to be cross platform. No, well, not day and date, but they're going to be cross platform. 
They've basically said that multiple times. It might not be day and day. You may get Doom if you're a PS5 fan six months from now, which I'm fine with, by the way. I think that's a brilliant way to do it. That's the way to get your money, but they're going to be, they paid too much money for it, for it not to be cross-platform. We're going to talk about it at the end, but if you, with that analogy, if you know what 2021's PlayStation lineup looks like, having a six-month delay on other third-party games, you're going to be, it's going to be like, you're helping us more than. I don't think, I don't think half of those games are coming out, by the way. I legit don't. I've seen the list. I'm like, that's not coming out. That's not coming out. We'll elaborate at the end, but you know, for Xbox, back to the Xbox thing, I agree. I think they need to start focusing on the studio, then the game itself, and give the studio a shot in the dark for anything they feel like making. Granted, at the same time, a lot of the previous Microsoft studios were made just for that. So that's where, that's their Achilles heel on it. Mm -hmm. So... But yeah, uh, yeah. And to kind of and to kind of bring it back to what you were saying, whereas like to compare the two, Sony is still bringing Wu Tang. Microsoft, all they got is Hot Boys. Like, yeah. you know, Lil Wayne's a clown. He was he was tight at one point. <laughs> now he's just a fucking joke. Like they they were they were fire for a moment. Like they own the airwaves, but like Wu Tang's forever. Yeah, Hot Boys, they just had like the mid '90s, and that was it. You know, mm-hmm. like. And and no one listening to Baby anymore. Where where's 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 the rest of the crew? Where's everyone at? You know. So if they if they don't want to be hot boys, they better get with it and fucking start putting some shit out because they're just not. They don't got it. They don't they don't got it. I'd love to see it. I I want to play these games, um, but I don't want to see that weird fucking gorilla from Halo. <laughs> I don't want to see these Craig, environments. No, <laughs> just like. I don't know, man. Uh, they're f- like, maybe they spent too much money on these studios, and now they don't have enough to like, like reinvest in themselves. I don't know, yeah. but I I do recognize though that the system itself, like it, it, it has everything to compete with the PS Five. Yeah, everything. Like it's really like I think it's um, going to come down uh, to the thing we always almost say. everything, almost, almost everything. But it, it comes. It ain't down got to no games, huh? And that's what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well played, Dylan. <laughs> but if you don't, but that's what I was gonna say. You don't got the games. I'm not playing. I'm just it, not. Literally, have it set up to actually be in first place. But there, mm-hmm. no games is putting him so far behind. Yeah, like people are going fucking bananas over some DLC, Miles yeah. Morales. Yeah, like it's it's not a full game. It's an amazing game. It's awesome. It's not a full game. And even with that, even with that, there are exclusive games to play on the PS5. Like Demon Souls looks amazing. (laughs) Bucks Next is trash. I do not like that game at all. I haven't tried. I didn't even bother. I do not like it. It's not bad. I do not like it at all. It's sweet, goofy. Like, what am I doing here? I just feel stupid playing this game. I do not like it. You but, po- you podcast while the giant with Bert right here. You're not gonna. Hang- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, Demon Souls is fantastic. It's beautiful. It feels like a different game. I played it in performance mode. Like, holy crap! I'm actually good at this in performance mode. <laughs> like, it's it's amazing. It doesn't feel like the Demon Souls that came out with PS3 essentially yeah. launched. This is. Like the games they have, Demon Souls, even Sackboy's Big Adventure. These mm-hmm. games are awesome, and they are fun, and they're new, and they're unique. 
Yeah. Astrobot. Xbox so, just doesn't have that right now. Yeah. If you even wanted to go just look at one-on-one for like indie, because like they both launched with the indie, the Falconeer is, you can say what you will. I don't want to knock it that bad because I heard it's one guy making it, but at the same time, call it whatever it is. I heard, you know, a guy in the mid sixties for Metacritic, but the Pathless on PlayStation. Beautiful game. That's an awesome game. Oh, yeah, I remember, I, I've heard you talk about it. I'm waiting for like a deep sale on it, and then I'll pick it up. It's like 40 bucks now, too. Oh, sale. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One way to look at it, just because I know that I, I like to be at least more upfront like that. If you really wanted to try it, I heard it's on Apple Arcade. I know no one likes to play on their phones and all that stuff, no. but the idea of get your, get your foot wet and mm-hmm. say, well, hey, this might be worth 40 bucks, jump over because it is, it's awesome. Yeah, and and on that too, um, I I might try it there because I'm actually thinking uh, like I'm deep in like the iOS. Yeah, you know I've been using it for years. It's all my devices, my everything. So I might even go with that their sort of ultimate package. That's like because I do the family plan for the music. I have the data thing, all that stuff. So I actually end up saving money if I go with their like. $20 a month like unlimited and it includes Apple Arcade yeah. so I might end up playing it there and if it's in the Apple Arcade then fuck it, it's a win for me yeah you know? that, that's why I, that's why I've been saying I know people don't like mobile but the idea I like saving some money too so you know yeah. if you can play it for free you can play it for free at least to try it and if you want to try it on the PlayStation on a big screen and all that it, it looks beautiful I'll give you that yeah yeah maybe I will try it there All right, we're back with the Almighty Ray from the Who Would Win podcast. His game of the year is The Last of Us 2, an honorary mention Final Fantasy VII Remake. His game of the generation is Fallout 4, and he gave me an honorary mention for The Witcher 3 for his gem. Jeff Wade, uh, his game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima, and his game of the generation Destiny 2. And also we got Mel Bradley coming in. He his also is Game of the Year, Ghost of Tsushima, and Game of Generation, Destiny 2. Thank you guys for telling me you guys this thing. And we got Zach Lauer. His game of the year is Ori 2. So Ori and the Will of the Wisp. And his game of the generation is The Witcher 3. And we also have Edward Varnell at that retro code. His game of the year is Paper Mario and the Origami King. And his game of the generation is a choice. He put, gave me the options. He has like Zelda Breath of the Wild, Last Guardian, Bayonetta 2, and Timefall 2. So those are all great choices. And while we're right here, uh, we have Brandon Murphy. Find him at Twitter at bmurphy28. His game of the year is... Last of Us 2, and also for Game of Generation, he picked Last of Us 2. Uncharted 4 was a close for like close second for Generation. And his wife, Mary Murphy, at Hufflepuffin underscore, hers is Last of Us 2 for the year, and Game of the Generation, Fortnite. Congratulations on coming out, being by. And then also for you guys who are curious, you guys can catch both of them on twitch.tv slash myplayer2. Thank you guys for all giving me your guys' Game of the Year. And we'll go back into it. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much to look for into. We're going to talk about a little bit more at the end, but mm-hmm. um, let's go back. 
to mm -hmm. 2013. Okay. Where the generation we're trying to give a Viking funeral to started. Where Xbox One came out November 22nd, 2013. And PS4 was November 15th, 2013. Where it was obviously flipped. But of like, you know, because this generation we just opened up to is uh, Xbox started first only two days. But whatever. Yeah. What about, let's start a little bit at the beginning of like, do you guys remember the first presentation of each system? Mm -hmm. I remember that Xbox flopped it in. PlayStation didn't. I remember that huge right. debacle. I remember everybody for PlayStation 4 being like, don't fuck up that price. Like, don't. Remember, we were all waiting for, because PS3 came out and shit the bed on price, and so we were just like, come on, like, give me yeah. something good. And then Xbox came out and was like, you can watch ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? They're, Are you I trying can, to sell me an expensive Roku? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> well, it goes into that uh, overlaying shadow of old Donnie Matrix, right? Or Matrix uh -huh. like for yes. Xbox. And we'll just start like that. You know, Xbox came out with a very, very lackluster presentation showing more about this system is for your TV instead of really talking about it as a game console. Mm -hmm. And it was higher, by the way. And yeah. higher? Yeah, the price was, it was $4.99 when it came out. Yeah, it was, it was real pricey. Right. And then remember, it fucking dropped like real quick too, but then what was it, like three months or some yeah. shit like that? Probably yeah, something yeah. like that. Well, and then we get into the idea of, because it, that is probably, if anybody like was <laughs> like a time traveler, where would you want to go at the point zero? section of what made xbox fail slash uh, evolve into what they are now it was clearly that presentation becoming a tv box other than a game box mm -hmm. and then of course of of course having the competitor but the idea of just if we're going to focus on the one part of the company is they were saying it was a tv thing instead of a game system and that shot him in the foot and they've been holding on to that, fans-wise, been holding on to that for years. And now they, they see hope at the end of the tunnel, but they obviously have no games. But obviously, yeah, 2013 yep. was rough for I think I think that that really put them on this diverging path. Like, Sony learned from the PS3 and made some changes, but stuck to games. Yep. And we kept seeing these exclusives coming out, these first parties coming out, um, we buy consoles to play games. If I wanted to watch TV, I would not buy a console. If I wanted a DVR, I would not buy a console. If I wanted a streaming device, I would not buy a console. There's a million other things that do them better, you know? And we're still seeing that same path today. Sony is still hitting you with games. You want games? We got games. We'll fucking hook you up with games. Right. And, and Xbox is still like, but we do these other things and it's a variety of other things and not yeah. to say and for anybody listening who's like all up on xbox i'm not saying that you can't play games on an xbox that's not my point my point is they are not bringing the games oh, they're bringing yeah. games that i can play on like i'm gonna bring back doom eternal i can play on my playstation if i want i'll buy a used copy for fucking nine bucks and not have to subscribe to the uh game pass and then sell it back for 450. I think Chaffee hit it right in the head. Like, PlayStation has been 
since the beginning of this last console about their games. And we're going to give you the best games and we're going to mm-hmm. give you the premium game. You're going to pay, I, I want to say the, the Nintendo model in terms of yeah. we're going to give you quality games. You're going to pay for these quality games. Well, Xbox has kind of been like, we're going to give you quality services in terms yeah. of Game Pass and even Xbox Live. And I think that's what the, the main differences are. Like, hey, yeah. it's and hard then, to get happy and excited for a service as opposed to an actual physical game. Right. And then don't forget, too, when you had Homeboy from Xbox who said, uh, what was it, uh, the, the story-based platformer experience was dead. And then within the last, like, two to three years, we've had the most amazing story-based single-player games. Like, what the and fuck they've been you selling doing? like crazy. Yeah. What is you doing? That goes into... <laughs> There's a lot to unpack about 2013's Xbox compared to now's Xbox. Mm-hmm. And the 2013 one, I want to also show a little bit of a pro to it. And 2013 Xbox, they actually took some risks. I mean, granted, they weren't good mm-hmm. games, but they had Rise, Son of Rome, and the idea of like just some games that were not their uh, pillars of gaming that they do, which is it's a thing to look into. But now, since you brought it up, PlayStation... I think PlayStation's PS4 to PS5 transition is probably the most cleanest transition of any system of uh, any system that what, what would it be? You know how usually how PS3, well, no, PS2 to PS3, there was a big flop because of price, but there was a flop. And then yeah. on PS3, they were, we are apologizing. Here's mm-hmm. the PS4. We're sorry, and look at the games, which is always the end. That's the always the that's the always the big period of any system, any game system. It's a game. Yeah. So the idea that I think PS4 to PS5 is by far the most smoothest transition of any game system yeah. because they kept going to us. We got games. Yeah. We now you know what I I really wish that going back to your 2013 thing, they should have never killed the fucking Connect. Yeah. Like, that is a great piece of hardware. Like, I agree. my son uses that fucking Connect all the time. Like, he's he's doing his streaming on it. He's doing like every like he uses that Connect like crazy. It's a great piece of hardware. Like, improve on that. At make it like as like streamline it and like, do something with it. I don't know. Can you fucking bake it in so that the Xbox has a camera lens inside of it, like most of our computers and everything else. Like that's a great piece of hardware. And so now make that better. So like when we talk to our devices, like Alexa or Siri or whatever it is that we have, you know, make that better. When we say Xbox on, Xbox play this, Xbox do that, like. They they set a good path. That shit was sick. Yeah. Don't let it go. Keep it. Or embed a fucking, it sounds stupid, but like I said, every device we own has it. Embed a little mic, a little camera, boom, right out the gate, hands-free. Put it in the controller and just say, hey, you know, Xbox on, Xbox this, Xbox, you know, whatever. Like, that shit would be brilliant. Like, they had that. That was that was one thing that I was like, damn, as a Sony person, that, that PlayStation camera, that shit thing, it, it's fucking garbage. <laughs> in, in a time, in a generation that we live in right now where everybody wants to be a streamer, mm-hmm. it seems criminal that Xbox doesn't have a camera. 
could like anybody can like PlayStation camera whether you like it or not. If you just want to stream some games, you can just easily just use it to stream. And Xbox doesn't have that. I think that's a huge misstep in terms of like, hey, just put out a, a sixty dollar camera that you can sell like Game Bus and say, hey, just put slap Microsoft on it. Why yeah. not do that? They do a lot of um, weird things. Like I think at the beginning of the twenty thirteen generation of Xbox One, they could you even stream to like Twitch or was it only like Mixer? You know, well, I, I think it was Twitch. I think it was think you could stream to Twitch because I don't well, think Mixer was there yet. Well, yeah, Mixer wasn't there, and I really remember this being it was early Twitch. I remember going to um to E three, and it was like Twitch was exclusive. To Xbox and people were like ah and I remember being like what the fuck is Twitch oh, wow. like who because yeah. this was early early like pre-streaming and then that whole thing just fizzled like we stopped hearing about it and then people and then it was baked into the PlayStation or not baked in but once the share button hit people were like oh fuck this is great you know and then Mixer kicked in and I was like what happened with their deal with Twitch like that just kind of disappeared yeah, because PlayStation had um, live with PlayStation. They didn't have Twitch or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They had live with PlayStation and something else that was just some random ass thing. I forgot what it was called. It's not around anymore. Mm-hmm. Was it they didn't... Vimo? Like Vimo? Or Motion? Motion. It was something like that, yeah. I think you're right. I think it was Motion. But it... that 2013 fucking PS4, that was, that was, some, that was almost xbox live uno shit I, <laughs> i'm not i mean this you know i'm not here for kids but i saw there's some people fucking on there i was i saw once on the oh, fucking uh, yes. places and i was yeah. crazy and then what is it also just sort of the retrospective of it back in 2013 xbox had i mean i'm gonna pipe bullshit the number but at the beginning of 2013 they only had like seven studios and not even uh Moj- mojang yet mm-hmm. that happened uh 20 way later no, literally, like, the next year after they launched. Oh, to point out a little later than that. But the idea of just seeing where this goes into, like, the building steps of what they did. So, mm-hmm. 2013, that's, you know, it was a flop. And they'd be living on a flop for a little bit. So, the idea of, uh, then they dropped Don Matrix because he was out there doing really bad PR, telling mm-hmm. people, this is always online system. You want an offline system? We have an Xbox 360 for you. Right. He really called people broke boys. Yeah. For sure. He <laughs> was like, if you can't afford it, it's ain't for you. It's like, wow. I mean, that, that's, you know, and he goes in, I, this what gets me weird about it is like, why doesn't nobody ever look at each other's thing? That's what happened with PlayStation 3. They said, get a second job. You want it. Mm-hmm. So like the idea that see another company do the same shit of like, we're going to uh, yell at, you know, you, got, you're, you want it, get another job, blah, blah, blah. But then I don't you even know. You should never what, chastise your consumer. I yeah. think that's what it goes down to. I think also then goes into, I can't remember what year Phil Spencer took the helm. And there are people that say Phil Spencer actually saved the Xbox game system because before that Microsoft was ready to pull the plug on the whole thing because of how bad it was. But he wanted to really buckle, like, you know, well, not like give him a chance. And obviously they have the money to let him have the chance, which is, you know, teach his own about that. Cause I think sometimes that's crazy to think about that. That's the only game company that has like, Hey, you know, game Xbox and gaming is cool, but that's not our bread and butter. It's not why we keep the lights on. It's just, that's just for, that's for cable. That's our, you know, that's us for, we can have like the high speed Wi-Fi in our office because we have Xbox gaming profits. But the idea of seeing what Phil Spencer has done and focused on 
trying to make it now a service instead of a system is going to be, I think for our future wise, I think it's either going to be the, um, the live by the sword or you're going to die by that sword. And that's where I'm, I want to believe the rumors and I think it's the best move. I want Xbox to become an app, like be on the switch, be on my TV. Like I'm, I'll totally be down for that. Like, I think that's like a really, really good move if they go that route because they're setting the stage, like you said, for just being a straight up service. So be a service. I'm cool with it. That's fine. The part that I think is going to be the die by the sword part of it is if that happens, especially mm, I'm going to make a fake year. Let's say in three, three and a half years, we start mm-hmm. hearing notes that it might become a service. Why would you have a service on PlayStation? Like, you know, why would you use that service if you made a whole generation buy your system and then you kind of drop it? Granted, we see PlayStation do that with like handhelds but i think Mm -hmm. if they don't keep the system we might have a service like that but at the same time like what so that we get to have bethesda games you know what is that really you're trying to say it's going to happen if you don't buy the service i think it's going to i think they're on like that i think they're trying to pretend like the game pass is too big to fail yeah but i think if it does fail it is going to abrupt like it's going to implode a lot dirtier than you think yeah i think so um but I, I see it kind of both ways. Netflix, Hulu, you kind of big two streamings everywhere. Yeah. You want it on your computer. You want, literally, you want it in your fucking car or on your fridge if you got one with a screen. Like, you can do it. You can stream that shit everywhere. And so I think if you can get more people to buy into your service and have that bitch all over the place, that's a good move. But I do agree with what you're saying, too. If that shit implodes, you are putting a lot of people out of work because they're snatching up these studios. And then if this shit doesn't work out, where are they going to go? I'm more even saying like the idea of you're doing, you're imploding on your fan base. Not about just the, the, the studios. The studios can handle because they can just maybe break off and then they just can, you know, do work how they've been doing. But the idea of having your fan base hold on to this like weird Team Green, fucking, we're better and all. Like they say, they don't like fucking council wars, but that's they have heavy. Well, they push that shit. They push yeah. that shit, big so, time. So the idea of it's just crazy. The idea of how can you keep a a fan base army to want to switch to playing on your, you know, on a service on any system when you said, yeah, I got the best, most powerful system. We can tell that you're fucking going at it, Chalfie, because we've been hearing every, I've heard more ice than anything. Let me just pour this in here. (laughs) I'm going to keep, I'm going to start, I'm going to start collecting screenshots just so that, like, this is what we got. (laughs) Like, it's pretty, it's pretty funny, but wow. (laughs) But um, is there anything... That was like uh, a hiccup from the Xboxes, Delvin, that you like, while they did take a shot of the foot besides like, you know, the Don Matrix part of it. Shoot, everything. <laughs> what wasn't a hiccup on it. Like everything was all bad. I think even at one point they were like, during the beginning stages of the Xbox, if I remember correct, Xbox One, it was having the whole 900p gate where, hey, none of the games are actually 1080. They're mm-hmm. actually running at 900p. And this is supposed to be the more powerful console. And it's actually not as powerful as the PS4 and stuff like that. Like, there was so many hiccups in that Xbox first one first year. Yeah. It didn't feel like it was going to come back. I really thought that it was going to go the way of the Dreamcast. Because the Dreamcast, like, when it dropped, like, 
it was innovative. Like it, yes. it had like for its time, it was online before online. It had all these fucking peripherals and shit like that. Like, and it just didn't fucking work. And they Games gave up. Great. Yeah. But they just gave up. Whereas like I, I was worried that the Xbox was going to be that. And I do have to say that, that with Microsoft, they keep trying with their hardware. Like they revamped the OS a little. They, they, came out with other models like that the xbox one s that's a great console like that one is clean like it's for me it's like the right size the speed is nice it's a lot quieter like it's it's a fucking and they revamped the controller as well so it's like they're they're trying and I, i give them that but again just bring me some fucking games that's all i'm asking for games Please, yeah. I, yep, I agree. And I have seen it's all coming down the pipe, they say, but we'll see because th- we can go on and on about the other. That's, I think, I, I think that's why I don't like uh, Xbox is because they have now excuse for everything and it's teach his own. Last time, like right now, the most current things like about their tooling for uh, their uh operating system not operating system but like how they develop games on the system like their tooling's not mature yet which is very odd especially since you know philip phil spencer had one in march and xbox series x he was playing with already and like you had people that were remember that our uh resident evil 8 rumor that oh it's running bad on ps5 but mm-hmm. it's, it's running grand xbox series x that yeah. ha- that was going on in april apparently the tooling didn't happen until the june so, you know what I mean? There's a lot of things that, uh, what is it, switch off. Like, you know, he said this, but actually I'm going to say something different that counteracts yeah. it. A lot of counteracts. That's, like uh, that's like the Valhalla issue taking place too, right? Isn't yeah. it supposed to be like uh, it's, it's being dumbed down on the PlayStation so it can seem better on the Xbox? That's definitely, like- that one is definitely a rumored I just right. went with it, but the idea that it is a rumor compared to because. But I'm saying it's all this weird speculation without yeah. any foundation, you know. But um, you know, to kind of to kind of bring it back around because it does sound like we are and we genuinely are bashing, you know, Microsoft and stuff like that. But um, I I do want to bring it back to like what we talked about or what we were going to talk about, which is like game of the year and like the 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 big topic of games that that we really enjoyed this this generation. And it was a lot of shit to play this year and in this whole generation with like the Xbox One and the PS4. Like fuck, we this is such a great time to like be a gamer like oh yeah so many like new ips new or you know stories kind of continuing like leaps in innovation like man to be a gamer right now like if i died when it was like you know fucking uh just nes god that would have sucked yeah, <laughs> i would have missed out on all kinds of red shit you we know could, yeah we're in the right generations that we got to grow up to all of it and we're probably living in the best generation now yeah and i think it's more crazy because of having kids i'm pretty confident the ps4 is probably their first generation they've can you know register in their mind memory yeah mm-hmm. and just thinking that their their uh starting line is that yeah it's crazy to think about but i mean because like for me like yeah i'm definitely older than the both of you what mike what are you like fucking 24 some bullshit like that I'm 30 <laughs> 31 See, you're a fucking baby, dude. Like, <laughs> come on. Uh, I'll be like 45 in just a few days. Um, 
so I've, but I've seen, I say that to say I've seen the history. Like I saw the white block versus the fucking gray block type of shit, you know? Like it went from like just two single dots playing pong to like this, this game has sound and it's now trying words. Like how terrible is the audio in Double Dribble today? But back in the day, when it, when they said double dribble and it was like, it was like, oh, fuck, it's talking. Holy shit, that's crazy. You know, it was like groundbreaking. And so Sinister. I went, you remember yeah. that game, Chalfie? Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Like all the shits. I were even think about like the FMV games, like when you had like the Aerosmith game. And it was like, that's fucking Aerosmith in there, you know, like yeah. or the arcade era. Or like playing shit like Hubert, where it was like now it's this isometric type of shit. Like man, seeing that whole history and then where we are today, and it's like these fucking photorealistic, computer-generated people. It's like, fuck, we've come a long way. I mean, think how bad was everybody in? Um, oh, what was that? San Andreas when they were like in Los Santos? Yes. And yeah. it's like the GTA characters like have no fingers. They just have like those flat ass hands. They're just always, <laughs> they're like mannequins. Web-fingered. Right. But when that came out, that was like, fuck, this is sick. The cars have hydraulics. You're out here doing this wild shit. Like, man, we've seen it. We've seen some really good stuff. Like, it's been rad. But I want to jump into... Um, first, what was my game of the year? Hold on, hold hmm. on. We we get there. We got because right. I want that's gonna be the because trust me, we're gonna talk is about that. Is that the culminating? Yeah. Is that the yeah. culminating piece? Yeah. All right. Because I Go. was gonna get into well before we leave Xbox, the idea of seeing a retrospective of how I said Phil Spencer came on and clearly they they switched to be game focused, but also at the same time we're still waiting for the the benefits of this push, but. Like I said, they started 2013 with maybe 13 studios. They have now 23, or excuse me, seven studios. And now in 2020, they have 23 studios with the final, uh, once they finally dot the I's and cross the T's for owning ZeniMax Bethesda. And I think that is very impressive. It is, it is a, especially a tip, a uh, feather in the hat for their fans saying, hey, we are, we are here for games. We're just obviously in that weird limbo of waiting for the games. So for that idea, we're going to cross over to 2013 PS4, where, like I said, that presentation, the first presentation of it was literally Jackie T coming out, basically on his knees, begging, saying, listen, we, we heard you. We are sorry for the PS3. We're sorry we used a, a cell processor. Please come back. We have these coming out, and here and here they are. And they started off with Gorilla, Killzone Shadowfall, fucking infamous Second Son. And obviously, um, I sound more influent in this because obviously this is the system I own during this. And then they obviously, the benefit of being the last person on E3 that year, they got to drop the price ball and say we're $100 less than PS, uh, Xbox One. And that was a great move. And uh, what do you guys think of that first presentation of PS4? It was just brilliant. I think they, they said, said everything they were saying. They said it right. The whole, there were several moments in that presentation that just worked, like the game sharing thing. Like, hey, how do you share a game? And shoot, hey, yo, shoot. Like, here, here you go. You <laughs> go home, like, the disc. <laughs> yeah, I think things like that, the price point, everything, they set up themselves to do everything that people wanted to see right. Like, they couldn't mess up that price point. And I think they nailed it. Even 
Now, like, every, when we're going in this console generation, the whole hubbub was, yeah, they're going to do a price point. They're going to do a price, like, everything. Everybody was bracing for that extremely ridiculous price for the PS5. So when it got came in at $499 and $399, but, like, it was kind of did a sigh of relief. Like, okay, they didn't screw us this time. Yeah, and I think that that price matters. Simple as that. Like, well, you, even hold on too. Like, whereas now the Dual Sense is like the hotness. Don't forget, the Dual Shock prior was the six axis. Yeah, remember, and that was that whole like the way it, it was fucking one to one in rotation, and people were just like, oh even, shit, didn't this even is have rumble. Wild. What's that? They didn't even have rumble. Like they just no. made a six axis before they made a true. Well, what we at the end of that generation became DualShock Three, like a six axis with uh, rumble. Yeah, and then it was like light, really fucking light. But then they brought they, it was theirs to win. Yeah, and compared to Microsoft, which you know I'm not bashing them, it's just how it is right now. They, my Sony, took that 2013 opportunity to win gamers back yeah and they they did it with um games of course but the idea of the console looked really good they showed the dualshock 4 which wasn't going to be some crazy boomerang shit they thought of with ps3 at the first uh presentation which is a good thing and then also granted because they built it during the ps3 time they also had like uh they started 2013 with like basically um 16 studios and the newest studio back in 2013 was uh sucker punch was picked up and so that was a lot more than uh ps um excuse me more than microsoft at that time but uh they've had some closings but they've kept it basically in 2020 the there are they oh, they dropped 13 studios they they have 13 studios now in tw- uh 2020 sony does and they hit banger after banger just to more say it but the idea of of Let's be fair. Was there anything during the generation of PS4 that was a negative compared to how, you know, we we're saying Xbox started with a negative and started to improve? Honestly, no. I'm going, yeah, you know. I'm quite sure there were, but it was nothing big enough that was like earth shattering. Right. The only thing I could think of is maybe they're, uh, I mean, this is a, this is a very niche thing, but like maybe how they treated the Vita at the end of the cycle of like just. Well, the Vita itself is the no. Vita's whole cycle. Yeah. Got to be a negative in terms of like, they just didn't support it. Like they supported it in the beginning and they gave up on it. And the thing about the Vita is the Vita sold in spite of them. So that's, yeah. Like even after they gave up on it, like people were still buying Vitas, looking for Vitas, buying games for the Vita. Vita, the PlayStation Vita had an incredible attach rate. I, I agree. Cause I, I am a person who had three of them, like within the time frames of the generation. But uh, it was uh, crazy to think of, they also, kept they clearly see what was selling systems is games which i'm hoping microsoft sees this too but the idea of their innovations was becoming like uh hey we'll um we're gonna go into vr idea because that was the next thing and um some people say they're not doing it but they're also you know grand they gave out free adapters for it but you know they can you can play VR and PS5, so they're going to continue that. They also have certain games are again boost modes for PS5 versions, like that Blood and Truth. Now you can play uh, with the highest um, typographical shit that's inside the game for VR. It also runs at 90 frames yeah. per second, which is cool to see. Which for a person that they were saying, oh yeah, we're not good luck on PS on uh, VR in the PS5, but then you see all this shit, that's good to know. And yeah. then, but yeah, I think it's more for PlayStation this generation literally did the smart thing and 
they basically kind of kept quiet on the system side. They just kept showing games. And I think that's what benefited them this generation, which got walked into PS5 generation, you know? And then I think, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything about that, about the PS4, besides it's a great system? No, I, I, felt, like, I felt like it was really solid. I felt like it was very user-friendly. And just to go back to, because I think the six axis was three, but the point I wanted to make was like, then it went, like they keep innovating those pieces too, because then they added rumble. Then we got the DualShock 4, and the 4 had the light bar and mm-hmm. had a purpose, and they keep adding these extra elements along the, touch, the way. The touchpad. So they just wanted to kind of, yeah, and then the, the touchpad was the other piece. So it's like they keep adding these extra pieces to make a, a common element very fresh each time. But to kind of go into what you're saying, like even something simple as swapping out the hard drive was a breeze. Like, and I'm the one who always fucks up all that stuff. And so I, as soon as I could figure it out and get it done, I swapped out um, my hard drive. I think I had like a two terabyte, maybe I had a four terabyte, but I had the, a hybrid drive. And that shit was, that was the best thing I ever did. Because then I just never deleted any games. It's just my hard drive's full of fucking games. Um, but it was like the interface was clean. It was just very much like your basic, like a fucking pickup truck. It just does what it's supposed to do. You know? You yeah. can load it up and just drive it. It's not for luxury. It's for purpose. You know? And then it goes into, like you said, it, it clearly shows it is from a company that took a big ass L the first the, the generation prior the ps4 is just the idea like yeah. that because like how they had all those different skews for different hardware for ps3 they're not we'll make it so easy you know it's one screwdriver after you move the little black flap yeah that was We're, it sorry <laughs> sorry for last time no yeah so yeah i'm i'm really looking forward to it and also just more a touch base for here because sounds like the ps4 will be a very just it was a great system and it continues because obviously there's still games coming out. We got Cyberpunk next week, close enough mm-hmm. of this recording. But uh, the idea of like, we basically know what PlayStation's working on, but there is a mystery studio that might be called um, Sony Malaysia Studio. And people are thinking that might be the spot they're going to be the make the next Uncharted. I think that's kind of cool. And yeah. then we're going to the rumor mill at the end because like the twenty the twenty twenty one rumor mill, I think should be the one that you should we should leave off of. But but yeah. All right. Uh first up this time we got Rob from the three R show, which is the random ramblings with Rob. He said his game of the year is Spider Man and his game of the generation is Spider Man. He tries to act tough and he said he didn't ha- he couldn't Make it, he didn't play that many games, so there you go. We also got Elaine at ET Dragon from the Xbox Empire podcast. She said her game of the year is AC more Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and her game of the generation is The Witcher 3. We have Grayson Morales at Grayson Morales. He's a feature editor for Twinfinite and the host of the Positive Players podcast. His game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima, and his game of the generation is Breath of the Wild. We have John at John Wall 77 His game of the year is Last of Us 2, Animal Crossing New Horizon, and Ori 2. And his game of the generation, Astrobots Rescue, and Spider-Man. We also got uh, DJ MMT at Game Changers Doc. His game of the year is Ghost of Tsushima. And his game of the generation is Witcher 3. And he has a bigger list of generation games at 
uh, basically DJ MMT G A M E changer doc dot wordpress dot com and obviously like you know he has a game and generation spot on that little spot thank you guys for listening or listing your game of the years for me and all right back to the show we're at that time I think also we're going to get into game of the year right now, but mm-hmm. um, does anybody before they start into that, do you just want to like say some like uh, part- like uh, participation games? Like say, Hey, you guys ain't the game of the year for me, but this was the, this was what I thought for you guys. Game I'll of the say- year f- for this year, right? Okay. Yep. Let's y'all go first. Well, I want to say my game because we, for if me, you, I was say if the, you want, well, sorry for interrupt you. If you want to do it like this to make it more grander, if you want to start off with like best old game of the year, like so we can kind mm-hmm. of do those highlights. Well, this is I was going to say like this is my my personal game of the generation. That's what I was thinking. The best, but then also my game of the year twenty twenty. Okay. Um, my game of the generation, and yes, there were a lot of amazing games. So much super awesome stuff along the way, like. I've been going through my list of like what what I played over the last like during this PS4 generation. And I played a lot of shit, but my game is Mafia Three. Um, you guys know I sunk hours into that game. Like I real that because that was one that just it was it had a bad look from the get go. People were just like, "This game is kind of whack. It's fucking fetch crest. But then once I started playing, I loved the story. I loved the mechanic driving around i still boot it up every now and again just to kind of live in that world like so for me yes i know there's games that are leaps and bounds graphically better story-wise better but for me just a game that i went back to a lot mafia 3 is like my game of this generation you know what about you guys what's your guys's game of generation i'm more first of all say before i wasn't gonna say mine just yet but i'm more I'm more impressed. I'm glad to hear you have a really good, I'm not going to say it, but you know, it's a really good left field game. Like I was expecting you to say, Oh yeah, mafia three. Mm-hmm. That's really impressive to hear, but also it is, you know, that's why it's your game of the generation. How about um, you, Delvin? My game of the generation is hard to do because I have plenty of games. I like a lot, lot, but if I have to pick one. Genital <laughs> jousting. Yes, of course, that one. <laughs> I'm going to say God of War. It's a good one. I think the the reinvention of God of War into that kind of, the, first of all, everything it did in terms of like that one camera shot telling your story, the story of what you didn't get, what you still don't even get that much often in this kind of social, in games, the story of a father and a son. Mm-hmm. We always get the story of the the father and the surrogate daughter or the father and the daughter and stuff like that and the journey they take. You rarely get the story of a father and son that resonates in gaming. Well, and, and think of this too, like previous God of Wars, it's, Not that. It's, it's fucking battle. It's just fight and kill and fight and kill. And then it was like they brought compassion to a brutal fucking game. Like that was amazing. Yeah, and also they 
I think when this game first was announced, the biggest complaint and worry was, boy, the, the combat's not going to be as fun as it was in the previous Bada God of War games because of the approach. No, it's still just as fun. And in many ways, it's more fun doing it this way. And I think it's just a testament to how great this game is and memorable. Like, mm-hmm. everything about this game was super cool, awesome. I love it. God of War. Yeah. My favorite yeah. game. I think I think that's a good pull as well. What about you, Mike? Uh, for my game of the generation, I want to say like God of War is up there, but of course I'm probably gonna probably go into this route. I'm gonna say, to be honest, for for especially for time played and consumed, mm-hmm. Destiny Two has a special spot for more than one. For what? I'm saying Destiny oh. Two over Destiny One. <sighs> Ah man, for this gen for a generation of PS4 generation, of course, mm-hmm. yes. Destiny yeah. one is Destiny runs pretty tight, but Destiny two, and the idea of man, it it always evolving. It's probably the only online game I really f- I, f- I was focused on. I'm not now. I kind of they kind of lost me. I get, okay, I'll, the last I didn't get this year's uh, add on. I had last mm-hmm. year's Shadow Keep. I just didn't get Beyond Light. But I think it's just more uh, the beginning of it felt real good. But I want to say God of War 2, but, you know, just be try to be different. Destiny 2 is really up there on the generation, especially mm-hmm. of it's right now is probably the game that is helping these live service games get a blueprint of how they should be played as. Yeah, because Destiny gives you what a lot of games are doing now. Like you're getting three games in one. You're getting a story, you're getting a PvE, and you're getting a PvP. Yeah. And and they kicked it off the right way. You know, whereas like for the longest, it was like people were doing the Call of Duty model. You got a story and you got a multiplayer. But then to add that that raid element in there, raids, nightfalls, um, your dailies, like it really kept you coming back without having to just pay to win. You know? the, the thing also is that which they do better than a, a lot of them is they have the probably the best like carrots on the stick. Like their exotics, you know what like a Destiny exotic compared to like hearing like, yeah, I got the best suit from uh, the Division or I got the best suit from the Flop Anthem. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know what that <laughs> Flop, damn. Well, you know, <laughs> like you know what a Galhorn is. You know yeah. what, like when you hear bad juju, you know, mm-hmm. like you've already know what that is. Yeah, like what was the one? Oh, fuck. I wish I could remember the name right now. When you had the Gallowhorn, and then it was the sort of buff. The truth. Where, but no, where it was like the multi explosion with the Gallowhorn. Oh, the, the tracking one, like cluster bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and like, yeah, that's the idea. Which, yeah, Destiny 2 has a secret spot. It's like that, uh, it's the abusive boyfriend, I've always called it. Like, he says he's going to change. <laughs> Jesus. We, we separate. He says he's changed. I said, all right, I'll try you. And then, but it was still fun <laughs> while it was bad. Yeah. But yeah. But stick like, to. He said he loves me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said he changed, even though he punched me in the eye. Right. But um, <laughs> stick into the old game since we're getting that. Uh, was there any old game this year that would be like your uh, old game that's your best of the year, like your best old game of the year? 
that came out this year? Like you I mean, about the game. It don't have to come out this year because since that doesn't count for game of the year wise, I don't want to take it off that contenders list. Mm-hmm. But like the idea of okay, uh, I'm not going to use this one, but like game best game, old game for me would have been like you know Resident Evil Two that came out two years ago, but I played it this year. Oh, I get you. That's hard for me because I don't like. You know, I usually but, play whatever is now. I don't think I ever, like. Let me look at my list from now, and I don't think I have anything. Oh, I have one. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah, I. It came out last year. Yep. No, that that counts. Like the idea of like whenever oh, you experienced it. Okay. Okay. I, I finished. I beat it this year. Mm-hmm. But um, I beat it earlier because I was playing it like in the last year, and I beat it this year. I thoroughly enjoyed that game. It's one of those games that subverts expectations. It's not a big old action mashing, button mashing game mm-hmm. or a stealth game. It's kind of therapeutic and relaxing to play at times. Mm-hmm. It's also stressful when you're going through these areas that are covered in BTs. I, I love the game. I think it's so creative. One of the most creative games in this generation, personally. You know what? Then I'm, I'm with now knowing, understanding this better. I'm totally with Delvin because um death stranding same for me um the game fucks with you because it's very non-traditional like with everyone who's like it's just fucking ups the game it's just fedex the game it's like not at all it's not like that's like saying um you know the last of us is just a third person shooter it's not like (laughs) mechanically it is but no it's beyond that you know and anyone to just like simplify or reduce a game down to that is just ignorant and more than likely didn't play the fucking game but what this game does is it challenges you as a gamer to give up on your gamer context you know because you say like oh this is this type of game one in reality there is no game like it like the way it handles fetch quest is way different the way it handles battles is way different. Um, the story, once you figure out what the fuck is happening into the story, it's one of those punches to the face where it's like, oh, shit. This is connected way back to that thing way back in the beginning. This story has been in front of my face the whole time. I just wasn't paying attention. I was too caught up in the mechanics or in something else to actually see that this shit was unfolding in front of me, you know? So I totally agree. Like that was because for me, Death Death Stranding and what I chose as my game of the year were one and two. But now knowing that I can call this as something that came out from last year, then straight up Death Stranding was like fucking so good. I I know that you two, especially because I've heard you guys talk about before, uh, you guys are definitely on that smaller majority saying it is a great game. I don't have a real um, opinion on it yet because I'm like only chapter three of Death Stranding. No, you got to get further in it. Right. Like way further. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just more, um, does the story really do that much of a click to you? Like, okay, that's awesome to know. Yeah, to it does. Continue? Wow. Okay. All right. And then also then on that note, like look at that. Congratu- congratulations to, uh, oh no, I had to get mine too, but. Congratulations to Death Stranding for two two of the Cousin Cecil shows awards for best <laughs> old game. But uh, for me, for best old game this year, I will say I think I have to 
I have to put it on because uh, I think it came out last year. It's, it sounds bad, how like you know we get the whole discussion like that. But I actually liked uh, Metro Exodus. Good game this year. Hmm. Played it this year. Granted, it was on. Um, I got it for Christmas, which I started it after you know around the New Year. It's also it was on PS Now for a little bit, or mm-hmm. it might be still. But it's a great game. I like the Metro series. Uh, I always think they should be noted for and i also like to hear that they uh just announced that they're going to do a ps5 upgrade version of it too so that's good to hear too but yeah it's uh it's just a really great for a shooter it does a really good like non-american story of like um like more dark and dreary russian stuff like if you've yeah. ever heard about the the original book 20 uh metro 2033 and stuff mm-hmm. but yeah congrats on those and then uh before we get into the year was there I'm looking to know what was your guys' best indie of the year. Like, so not like the big league game. Uh, what would be your indie game of the year? If you guys have one, go for it. But I could start to make give you guys some time to think. Hold on, I got a I got a special guest dropping in right now. Uh, just to come to join Giovanni dropping in right now. Chicken Nugget Gang, say hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Chicken nugget gang. That's my we son. We don't die. We deep no. fry. <laughs> we don't die. We deep fry. Now, what was that? What are we talking about again? What was that? In, the, indie game. The best indie, indie game? game of this oh. year. Uh, indie game for me was, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, my indie game that I played this year was uh, Sea of Solitude that I thought was like my best indie game. But I don't correct me if I'm wrong. Did that come out this year or not? I think it did. Sea of Solitude is uh, which one is that one? Did That's the one with the character on the boat, and it's like fighting all these like monster, like sort of the girl, the shadow girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to say it was last year, but it, 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 whenever you, you know, what I mean, this ain't, you know, I ain't gonna twist your arm like you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no like you know if that was your game since that's when you caught yeah. into it you caught on to it because that one and then it was between sea of solitude and then the one you recommended which was um what was it observation but i don't yeah. know when that one came out either like that one was a trip dude like that one kind of fucked me up because you were at the mercy of the environment you know yeah. Like that, that was a good game. But Sea of Solitude was like a game, an indie game I really, really enjoyed because um, it, it reminded okay, one of my like sort of all time favorite games from the, I think it's the PS3 generation, is Popo and Yo. And that game is an indie game that deals with like depression, um, family issues. Like when you realize who the monster yeah. is in the game, that game is beautiful. And this game had elements of that where you're learning about like the family issues, the emotional distress that this person's going through. And even though it has like these platformer sort of elements to it, there's purpose behind it. You know, it's not like a Mario game where you're just jumping to collect a mushroom. Like it's got depth to it. So this was for me, it was like, that was my indie game of the year. I'm more going to say before Delvin uh, for a more this year one, for if you like all that because you like that stuff, you might mm-hmm. want to look into that spirit far. Oh, I've been working through it. Like I have it on my Xbox and yeah. that's sort of like my, when I'm in between games or I just want to chill and do some tasks, like that game is really good, but I didn't 
put it down because I didn't finish it. Right. So I'm still early into the game. But when you start learning about the characters and like face value, you're like, that's a snake. That's a frog. That's a deer. And it's like, yeah, fucking big deal. But then when you learn about like their emotional distress or their like who they are as a person, it's like, oh, fuck, there are layers here. Like this game is crazy. So I've been playing that one as well. No, because that's that's the game uh, Tyrell's game of the year is. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to, like that. That's what threw me off. I'm like, hey, that's cool to hear somebody who took an indie game and put that like as their game of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool, like to check it out. You know, mm-hmm. how about you, Dylan? Yeah. All right, I gotta go. But before I go, I'm gonna give my indie game of the year and my game of the year. My indie game of the year, Sonar Wild Hearts. Okay. Oh, shit. I don't have that on my list. Amazing game. It's a love letter to just pop culture, beautiful music. Plays like a music video. It's so awesome. Mm -hmm. I love that game. It's awesome. Check it out. Queen Latifah narrates it, right? I think so. Somebody narrates it. Yeah. That's who it is? Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Super cool game. My game of the year, I was toying with this. But my game of the year is Final Fantasy VII Remake. What? Yes. What? You didn't what? Have, you hardly finished that. I beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. Are you it, crazy? Took you too, it took you too long. It didn't take me too long. I love that game. It's amazing. I wanted to say Last of Us 2, but I couldn't get over the hump of how I felt about the middle part. I felt like the middle part dragged too long. And I felt like, I honestly felt like Final Fantasy VII, perfect amount of time. It was just a fun joy ride. That nostalgia kicked in. I loved it. I loved it. It was awesome. I'm glad. No, that's cool. You're you trying to, you got to bounce? Yes, I do. I have to go record a, a big, important episode. All right. Okay. Thank you for throwing me under the bus. But hey, thanks for getting on. <laughs> <laughs> I said this. <laughs> well, also, because obviously, when this is recording, hope you have a Merry Christmas. Yes. Merry Christmas to you all and to you all a good night. Yeah, Except you, you can fuck off. Fuck Jerry Craig. <laughs> fuck the Snyder Cut. Well, you know? also while you're here, I can at least say because I was gonna say it here. Uh, Joey, I was gonna tell you Joey Craig's game of the year too, and his game of the year was Animal Crossing. But the the best part of it was it took me 48 hours to get that answer out of him. You know what I think of that? What? This. Oh, yeah. Delvin left the street. He just left. <laughs> like, what a beast. <laughs> um, and I'll say this. I did play Cyanar Wild Hearts 2, but I looked it up and that looked like it came out. And surprisingly, I didn't put it on my list. So I don't know if I finished that this year or last year. But that game is weird, and I love a weird game. Like, that one was a lot of fun. Did you play it, Mike? No, I did not. Dude, play it. It's crazy. Like, it just... It plays like it really is an homage or like a love letter to like old style games, but like in a modern, it feels like it should have been a Suda 51 type of game. Like where it's just like, okay, this is weird, you know? Um, but I'm going to give my game of the year and my game of the year. You got to bounce too? No, no. Well, I hold got on. Time. Let me get my, I got about 30. Let me get my Indian. I didn't even get my Indian. Okay. Do yours. Yeah, I do. It's fine. Uh, well, my indie was is gonna was I could be talking about you know Fall Guys, 
Fall Guys is, of course, a uh, a sleeper hit for this generation or this year for indie game, um, which was always fun. I got to have all that fun, and then could be Ghost Runner. Ghost Runner was a secret spot. I haven't even said my thing yet, so you didn't even miss it. I was just more praising uh, Fall Guys this year was fun. I was talking about Ghost Runner was a secret, a surprise one. And mm-hmm. that was going to, that Ghost Runner was going to be my end of the year. And I did not want to, I don't think this should count because I don't think it's fair because of what I'm going to say, but I'm actually picking the pathless for my indie of the year. Okay. Because um, it, it's a great game. Uh, one, the idea of people, it is literally journey two in the sense of a, it's from the, some of the creators of the original journey game when they made uh, giant squid, but yeah, I remember you talking about that. The idea of journey, or not journey, uh, the path is, is like journey because you're, I don't want to like spoil it that, but like you're climbing a mountain, trying to like, you know, fix the, the planes of the world that you're walking through. And the difference is uh, there's a traversal mechanic with that bow and arrow. The bow and arrow is not for true like combat. It's just so that you can go faster through the world. And okay. You, and like, uh, what makes them that makes me feel like it's journey. It's all puzzles. Like you get like each plane has like a, a animal. So like the first animal you have to worry about is like the deer. So you have to go collect deer light stones to be able to uh, fight the 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 tainted boss of that plane. And that's the only part where there's combat. And when it's combat, it's very forgiving. It's more like a dance. You're just running, trying to hit, like, take out the legs. And, like, it's just, it's very simple for combat. It's not real combat. Mm-hmm. But the idea of um, the story that, because they do have actual words compared to Journey, it's very deep, like that deep conversation about how you see your life at, with paths. Okay. Like, the, without really spoiling, like, you know, the bad guy wants to know the true path. Mm-hmm. And you think how I just said that? How could that See, be? A- and that that sounds like a game that is right up my alley. Yeah, where it's like, it's not just like a game where a lot of games like the boss, yeah, is just one voiceless and two just a beast, mm-hmm. right? But when you have one that is like, for example, in Sea of Solitude, as you're beating these bosses along the way, yeah, they evolve into like an emotion yeah. or there's a purpose there's a there's a layer of depth in there that's like oh i just defeated depression i just defeated narcissism whatever it is yeah. you know like there's a, a different layer you know yeah it goes into like that like how i just said it if you took a step back you're like how could that be a bad guy thing to say he wants to know what the one true path is mm-hmm. and that what makes it interesting for me and then um that's it, and it sold me. And I can at least I want to say because I beat it slash platinumed it. It's a very mm-hmm. easy platinum. Uh, I know you love the platinum, like you did that one that made you feel like a dirty ass whore because you just had to turn it on and play for a few minutes. <laughs> I just I I did another one last night. There was another one for a dollar. Man, you know what? You you hoeing out in these streets, man. <laughs> I got a I, well now I got 185 platinums now. <laughs> I think I got like five and they're all telltale. <laughs> but uh but yeah, that's my indie game of the year. 
So I'll kick it off to you. Uh, yeah. Chalfie, what was your game of the year? My game of the year was, um, was Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Um, my, it was my game of the year be, for a wide variety of the reasons. Um, I don't think it had the best story. The story, the story was pretty predictable, right? Yeah. But the main character's development along the way was a good progression. The amount of things that you can do in the game, like the cost of the game versus the amount of shit you can do is an investment. Um, and then when they added the multiplayer into it, I was like, fuck, this game has legs. Like the yeah. multiplayer is really good. And I didn't know we only played for 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> and um, as I've said many times, I can sit on my sofa for like two fucking hours not say a word, not have the TV on, and just fuck around on my phone, and no one talks to me. The minute I'm like, let's play a game, then it's like, can you get, can you do, can you bring, can you help, can you find? And I'm like, motherfuckers, I was just sitting here for two hours not doing a goddamn thing. Hmm. Once, and I, I blame Sony, your little fucking snitch beep ruins <laughs> everything for me. I <laughs> Disable that shit. That you know little funny? snitch has beep. Mm, I don't like there, it. There, that's funny only because my PS4, there was a maybe every eighth turn on, it wouldn't mm -hmm. beep. Oh, there, shit. There would you be no beep. Bastard. No, and so <laughs> middle of the morning, because I'm the only one that gets up, like, when I say early, like, you know, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock. Yeah. It's a roll of the dice. Sometimes I hit that mm -hmm. PS4 button, it, was, it just turned blue. I'm like, yes. Yeah, because that beep is piercing. So yes. it's like, Beep, and it's like, God damn, like, what are you doing, man? Like, above the spot, fuck. So oh. the minute I turn it on, it's like, that screws up everything. But the multiplayer is really good. And also to level up is not that hard. Like, I'm almost at 100, but because of the new games, I haven't, like, gotten there. I think I'm right now, I'm at, I think I'm at 87, 89. But it's a good multiplayer. Um you know, you have your little mini stories you can play through. You have your sort of horde mode you can play through. But I want to take it back to Destiny. And like where I was saying, like Destiny set the roadmap for player versus environment, player versus player, and a story. Yep. Tsushima said, we're just going to reskin Destiny into like these fucking uh, samurai type of guys. Like that's all it is. Because Destiny is a good game. Whether you hate it or not, like, it does some shit really well. And, like, even the little things, like, when you collect the foxes, and then when you get to pet a fox in the game, it's so, like, satisfying. It's just this little, like, dumb shit in there. And then it's beautiful. Like, it's yeah. an amazing-looking game. And then, because, I, I, like, we got a, a new IT guy at my job, and he's a gamer too, so we've been talking. And he just got like the Xbox One X. He just got his PS5. And he bought a fucking TV that has the 2.1 HDMI. Ooh. And he was like, oh, he's like, just that little point one." He's like, it's, it flips the script. He's like, it does make a difference. Um, but so we were talking about how playing Ghosts on the PS4 versus playing it on the 5, like it is a jump. It's a lot smoother. It's a lot more. We described it as like it plays like water. It's very, very fluid. Yeah. Whereas like on the PS4, not that it's janky and cluttery, but it just 
the way it moves, uh, the way the characters move and the environment is alive on the five is like, fuck, this is amazing. So for me, like, it's a game, it's like my Mafia 3. I want to just keep going back. Like, I'll probably play some more tonight. I just keep chipping away on my levels. Um, now that I've finished Miles Morales, which was also a really fun game, but I'm also not a hardcore Spider-Man person, so I don't have that nostalgic investment in it. But right. Miles was really good. Um, but Ghost of Tsushima, that's my game of the year. Like that one, I've put a lot of time into that game. I agree. That was my second place because uh, it just it it was like a love letter to open world games for this generation. Yes. It wasn't Ubisoft heavy, mm-hmm. but it was also, there was a lot, there was a lot of shit you can go in through that map to go find oh, all yeah. the, all the haikus, all the fucking Fox dens, which I get. And, um, the bat, the, that's the part that I see why it probably boosts up for you. That was second place before legends came out. Then legends came out and, Matters on how you are for you, it probably boosts it up to first place. Before, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The only thing I do agree that uh, they do take some notes. I think that's a very smart move to have it not even talked about until they were ready to put it out. Uh, I do wish there was a little bit more of understanding for me of like, okay, what am I trying to build up? Do I worry about this type of uh, do I throw dirt because it gives me 32 power compared to a smoke bomb that gives me 27? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's yes, just- totally. Like, do you play for level or do you play for ability? Yeah, so I'm not like, I wish there was just a little bit more clearing for that part of Legends, but Legends mm-hmm. is great. But even to add this in as well, you can re roll things and take the chance like if i re-roll it will i get a higher power so even if you decide like hey you know what i don't want to throw dirt i actually want to do this other thing over here you can re-roll it for the potential of like a higher leveling on it so it's like it adds that like game of chance as well you know so for me like that was like a solid like this is a very like this game has legs beyond just beating the story because for me, like a lot of games, and this is why I'm not like a trophy hunter or a platinum, it's like after you after you bust the nut, <laughs> you're just like, all right, you know what? Like, okay, do we have to cuddle? Can I just go get it? Like, I'm done. It's a wrap, you know? I already skied it up the place. I'm ready to walk away. And so once I finish the story, that's exactly what it's like. I'm just like, okay, I finished the story. I'm going to keep it moving. So it's hard for me to go back to a game because it's like I've already done the thing. You know, right. My, but, this, but this game has legs for me because now I can do the multiplayer. Yeah. I can add more elements in. And then it kind of makes me want to go back and be like, you know what? I think I still have like five fox dens. Let me fucking go find them, you know? Well, mine, mine goes into, because I'm, I'm very happy that PlayStation does this. They put new game plus trophies later. It's not part of uh-huh. the main list. So my nut comes from the platinum, not just from true, true, true. the True, true, Yes, I know that's your thing. But... <laughs> The thing I like, because Ghost of Shima also benefits from it, they got that boost mode. So mm-hmm. if I felt like it, I could do New Game Plus but on a PS5 and enjoy the, the 60 frames, yeah, the higher fidelity and all that stuff. But yeah, I Ghost of Shima is a great game. And uh, 
I'm I'm excited to see what Sucker Punch does next because that sounds like Ghost of Tsushima too might be it. Yeah, no, definitely. Now I'm dying to hear what is your game of the year. Well, mine's going to be probably more a no-brainer now after thinking about it. Like I have to give it to Last of Us Two. It really. I like the story. I'm not. I did not. I don't get that weird sensitive about what happened in it. Mm-hmm. I I understand. How would I word it? The most not like uh, the most duh thing was going to happen was you playing as Abby so that you have to play her. So you kind of have a heart for Abby. Yeah. That's the most like cliche thing that could happen. But you got to admit, she did have some sad titties though. Yes, she did. She, she, <laughs> big, she, she worried on her arms, not her pecs. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> but, but the idea of, there and then the uh, there are all the retrospectives that have been coming out and people trying to show like you guys are mad that you guys didn't get a story of like an ABC that you're used to from Last of Us Part One, yeah, and then Last of Us Two did a I think a more innovative story. I like the idea of also uh, well because we got that parallel story. Well, yeah. Yeah, and I for me like that's something I really love is I always uh, like for me when I'm gaming I'm thinking, but what happened on the flip side? Because I do believe in like someone's enemy is another person's ally. Yeah, and, and the, so yeah. it just depends on which side you're on. You yeah, know? and the idea of also Last of Us Part Two, Pi gave us the most. Uh, showed of what happens on each situation besides what happens with that religious cult but the idea of okay do you want to see what happens to a person who actually gets to do what they wanted to like abby mm-hmm. not it's not all bright and rainbows at the end of that either yeah and then they, they how, struggled they all struggled yeah and then also the idea of having the flip of ellie having a mission and then the consequences at the end could have got her, well, she deals with the consequences of going to pursue, but she could have had bigger consequences for finishing it off in, in a different way too. And I, I'm also not in the camp that a lot of people are of like, God, man, fucking uh, Last of Us 2 came and it shit the bed. I don't think it did because I came into it with like Last of Us, is a near perfect game i'm just gonna say that like it's it's very solid the story's good the mechanics good like it's great and so i said this when destiny 2 was going to be announced i was worried because i was like the first destiny was solid and i'm like i don't know if they can capture that lightning in a bottle again because i put a lot of hours into the first one yeah but you have to allow the second one to be its own thing if you keep comparing it to the first, then stay with the first. Yeah. Because the second is never going to be that. But like you had Ellie who went through, was already going through this emotional distress from the first game to the second game, but then goes through like extreme physical distress without getting into details for anyone who hasn't played. Like she goes through losing it all. And then when you have Abby who, at one point, they're in the same place, literally mm-hmm. in the same place. 
and not just like because they're combating each other. I'm talking about the whole like Santa Barbara element where it's like, oh, you both are fucked. You know, like it's yeah. just, it's like that, that story for me, I was happy with it. I didn't shit on it. I wasn't like, this game is terrible. It's, it's not the game that I loved. It's like, I have to allow things to be what they are. And it's kind of like when people were shitting on, I think it was like what uncharted two, because the first one was so awesome. And then people were like, man, this was, th- which I one think, was it? I think what, I think people didn't like, uh, Two was great. People liked. They didn't like that. Three got like a perfect ten. Uh huh. But they, whatever Uncharted, what like people like it wasn't a bad game. It just wasn't the one before it. Yeah. You know. And so then it comes back around where it's like, and then the last one was like, "Fuck, this game is amazing." And it's like, you just gotta let games be what they are. So I think that choice of Last of Us Two, I am mad at it. I'm just surprised because you play a fucking ton of games that I'm like, that's the one you chose. (laughs) Well, to be, it's more to be honest, because like the idea of what, okay, like Doom Eternal, because I'll I'll do that as participation. Doom Eternal was really high. That was a great Mm -hmm. game for a a major game. Ghost. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's another one? I I played Final Fantasy VII Remake also, and I try my best not to have nostalgia because that's a really hard nostalgia game to not say, oh, it's great. Yeah. And the idea of they did do good stuff, but they are still, that game is still on a, you don't know how it's going to end because yeah. of, not yeah. because of the story, it's because of the people that are running it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only part about it. But the, back to Last of Us Part 2, I think they rebuild, I think they improved the mechanics of the first one. No one talks about like that idea of like it does well. I like the new. I like how the um, the new cast of characters. I like that. Uh, how would I say it? Like the first one has you meet somebody and something fucked up's going to happen. Yeah. This one kept it in a in a gray section that there was an enemy over a shadow so you could build a relationship with people without thinking something bad is going to happen off the get-go which i like and then how linear the first one was and not to say that last of us 2 was open world but you can approach it in different ways like you know like literally going high or low on a map you know like you could do stuff like that or you can start in section A and then go to C and then come back to B. Like you had some movement, whereas like the first one was very much like just get from A to B and then keep doing that. And I'm not knocking it because it was a great game, um, but this one just added a few more elements that made it a blast. Right. But yeah, so those were our game of the years. Cause I'm gonna, but I like to also just before we sound off, uh, look into the 20, 2021. I know you guys say it ain't going to happen, but again, I, I'm going to be optimism on it. Uh, okay. For I, I'm going to talk about PlayStation just because that's my, that's my bag. Yeah. And honestly, Xbox on paper, they should have games. So whatever. But the idea of here are some counter measures that possibly could happen that, you know, 
if Xbox has Game Pass as like their selling point for a whole next year with new games, blah, 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 I don't know how well it's going to ha- look with, uh, well, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart's coming next year, possibly. Mm-hmm. Fucking Housemark Returnal. We might, I'm going to keep, keep continuing, but we might have that, that, remember that year of PS3 that there was a new IP or a new game like every month from Sony? Yeah, they were it was like too much. I was like, I'm, I don't have money for this. Uh, if you know, people say it ain't going to happen, but if the game's going to come to last gen, God of War Ragnarok is in the limelight for next year. And then the two big ones is, uh, what is it? Uh, what is it? They're, they just started the rumor this week or last week. Metal Gear Solid remake. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because there have been the talk of them buying the ip well the rumor is that it's almost done and it's really blue point is made it while making demon souls and you know shout out to blue point they they really have locked down the remaster game i think they're going to be the next um thing bought from sony Mm -hmm. if they i'm surprised they haven't been bought yet but there's a rumor that 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 Metal Gear Solid remake is going to be next year. They're just it's like chess. They're just waiting for to hear the the other side's moves mm-hmm. if they can drop it. Because the one person who leaked it said like they don't have to drop it out next year, but if the cards fall fold the other way that they should, it's ready. Yeah. And then the other one is that Silent Hills game is a thing for only Sony. And Kojima did help with this uh, Silent Hill that's coming. Damn. See, that'll be nice. That'll be nice. Now, what do you think? Have you heard about Deathloop being a timed exclusive? Yeah, it is. It's because how they said it right when I, they bought this, um, the whole Bethesda thing. Uh, I must they have missed that. They're going to respect Deathloop and Ghost, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo are mm. both going to be still... Uh, let's say six month exclusives or whatever it is. Maybe maybe it's a year, but you know what I mean? They're going to respect those contracts. You know what I think is going to, because something you haven't mentioned yet that's supposed to come out next year is um, I think this is what's going to probably knock out cyberpunk at some point. Um, The new horizon horizon for a bit in West. Yeah. That's another thing, but like the idea of what we just said, seven, maybe six games that are just going to be exclusives. It's, I mean, again, Xbox has all the, the cards on the table. They could do the same idea of have a crazy year. But the idea of when these consoles are still hard to find, so you have a lot more people that could possibly sway sides. Yeah. If Xbox doesn't say anything before these games are officially announced, it might be back to second place Xbox again. I think so. And I think what when you have as well, like, a lot of games are already cross-platform, or no, not cross-platform, but you can buy them on both platforms, then it doesn't force one person to buy over another. Whereas, like, you have people who were super hyped up to finally, on PC, to play Horizon Zero Dawn, and that game's been out for a long fucking time. It's like you're finally starting to open some doors, starting to sway some people over. So if they played the Horizon Zero Dawn, they might be interested in playing West, you know? Yeah. So you're now going to maybe push potentially push some people over. Um, I did 
think that you said something that was really solid on your last episode um, about Cyberpunk having like what, like over a hundred hours of like gaming content. So if you buy one game, like that's your game. Um, And I I think that's another good move as well. But at some point you're going to want something new. You want to try something different. Well, like it said, we're just going to try to wrap this up, but look into we're probably gonna walk. We're probably walking out and into still probably the two best generations of gaming ever. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Chow, for getting on. What? Where yeah. can the people find you? Uh, so people can find me on Twitter at I am at that Chalfie. That's T H A T C H A U F I E. Just bringing back a new version of my old podcast, which is now something new again called. Um, Cadillac on Mars, where it's just a little more freeform dialogue. We just kind of talk about what's on our mind. You should bring a topic to the table and like, what's up with that? Um, but it's just a place for us to like kick it and just talk about stuff. Um, so that's where you can find me. But yeah, hit me up. Um, usually just uh, talking trash with Mike and Delvin all over the internet, just kind of angering people and triggering. But that's what we do. Yeah. Uh, Delvin also is on Cadillac on Mars. They basically just go from our group chat straight over to record and say hey what's up with mike's opinions and they don't say my name they just trash them (laughs) no i mean uh, i did say at one point that any any mike in the state of michigan is uh just fuck that guy (laughs) because that also goes for mike from what up though (laughs) right now but thank you for having me on man i appreciate it this was a good conversation um you know, um, you you do do a really good show, and I have been listening since uh, your start. And I was super surprised when you were like, "How many episodes you've done?" Because I'm like, "Fuck, man, that's been a lot." But you've been you've been really grinding. You've been doing a super awesome job. I can't wait to see what next year brings for you. Uh, hope you get more listens, more follows, more likes, all that shit. Because you, you're doing a good job, man. And Thanks, it doesn't man. aside for us like pretty much just trashing Xbox the whole time. Your show is never really that biased. You're just like. Here's the fucking facts. You know, do with it what you will. So yeah. thank you for having me on, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I mean, yeah, I started my way through 19 episodes, and that's why I'm trying to do this one so that I can get uh, this one in the books and try to get one more, and I can at least get two weeks off before the new year. But, then, yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you. And then obviously just for Delvin, you can find Delvin Cox at Delvin underscore Cox on Twitter. Yeah. Nah, fuck him. He's bitch made. You don't need to follow him. <laughs> he got he's got a little <laughs> podcast called the Delvin Cox Experience too, and yeah. he's uh, he's on way too many fucking podcasts. Yeah, he does uh, another one too, but I don't fuck with that one because he he yeah. hangs out with little bitches on that show. Yeah, it, he also <laughs> goes on garbage opinions, which I'm kind of <laughs> on to. He's on too many, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, obviously you guys know where I'm at. Uh, at Mike Fowler ninety three on Twitter, twitch.tv slash cousin Cecil. And yeah, until next time, you guys hopefully you guys have a Merry Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. But obviously, yeah, we celebrate Christmas around here. Yeah. Until next time. Hopefully you had a great game of the years. Look into twenty twenty one. Big games coming. Thanks. Peace. All right. Thanks. All right, we're on to the final batch of ones, and these is the kitty section. We got Mason Davis at M2 Loco, M2 Little Loco on PSN. His game of the year is 2K20, and his game of the generation is Grand Theft Auto V. Joshua Velasquez, 
my stepson. His game of the year is 2K, and his game of the generation is Ark. I don't think I'm raising him right. Little GP08, aka Kiwi Laser, aka Little Chalfie, says his game of the year is Modern Warfare multiplayer because he plays it the most this year, and Fortnite for his game of the generation because he keeps going back to it, and you can play it with friends across different consoles. And also we got Delvin Jr. He is uh, he's uh, <laughs> he's goes by Red on his Discord. Um, his game of the year is probably Crash 4. It's about time. And his game of the generation be the Persona 5, Super Mario Odyssey, or Spider-Man PS4. And also while I'm here, I got I'm pretty confident if I had to get to ask him, um, Evelyn and Dahlia Fowler. I bet money they would say Roblox is their game of the year and generation since this is their first time like this year you know this this is the first couple games they got to play yep that was it this is my final farewell i know we're gonna wrap up this rest of this podcast but thank you guys for listening i know we're doing a two hour long podcast you guys are awesome you guys are sticking through it um you guys have a good new year and for future cousin cecil we're out